Real Nerds is a proud partner of the Denver Podcast Network. In the shadow of the mountains, we speak. You're listening to Denver Orbit, featuring voices. I'm going to give you an awkwardly long and uncomfortable list of reasons why you shouldn't shave outside. Stories. Now, he was very outspoken about the effects of, of war on himself. The music from Colorado's creative community. Listen at DenverOrbit.com or on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, or most other podcast apps. Oh, hi, podcast listeners. There's many ways you can listen to the Real Nerds podcast. You can subscribe on iTunes. You can also subscribe on Stitcher Radio. You want to send us a Twitter message? You can do that. It's so easy. At Real Nerds. Like us on Facebook, Real Nerds Podcast. You can visit our website, realnerdspodcast.com, where there will be a lot of articles for you to not only read, but to listen to our previous shows. You can also call us, 720-6Nerds5. Thanks for listening, and enjoy the show. My name is Henry Jarvis, and you're listening to the Real Nerds Podcast. That's pretty Very good. That's awesome. Very good. Yeah, Welcome to Real Nerds Podcast, unofficial. He was talking when we started. Wow. It was this one. He did it. He did jump into it really fast. Yeah, I know, because I'm trying to stop Brad from being He's fucking ready. <laughs> He's fucking ready to Ladies go. and gentlemen, boys of all ages. What? <laughs> <laughs> Mexican standoff. Welcome hey, to James, Real Nerds Podcast. shirt that I got your mom. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. And I, I have this chip reader now, so if you want to. Paper with a credit I, card. Over, I overpaid the first time, so you can just keep that money. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Welcome to Real Nerds Podcast, unofficially the official podcast of oh, Dammit Comic Con 2018 and beyond. Sorry. I had to, Ryan. That was a good one. You know what? You start the show. Welcome, Welcome to Real Nerds Podcast, podcast. unofficially the, the official podcast of Denver, Denver Comic Con 2018, 2018 and beyond. I am a host, James, but Ryan's here to take over. God, you guys are worthless. <laughs> <laughs> we are unofficially the official podcast of Denver Comic Con 2018, and I just want to reiterate that because we have something special this year at Denver Comic Con. We created a shirt that is so freaking hot that, we, amazing. that we sold it's... out before even the show started. And it's one of those things because we've got shirts before and we usually have like three or four left over or 10, whatever the case may be. Or I have a closet full that I have to move from one apartment to the next apartment that I still have of old shirts. Yeah, whatever the case may be. (laughs) But this time Brad made a really cool design and it really connected with our fan base. So he texted us like, "Uh, we're only going to have like three shirts for the con. And then those shirts got snatched up. So we went back to the presses. We ordered a bunch more shirts. We stopped the presses. We're like, stop. And we were like, we need you to print more now. And they're like, okay, give us money. And, uh, and so. <laughs> and then we gave them money. And surprisingly, after you give them said money, they print more for you. Yeah. And for the record, by we, I really just mean Brad. So somebody yes. should buy shirts because he doesn't have that much. Yeah. So um, if you go to our booth at Denver Comic Con, 
booth 105 will be really easy to see as you enter into the con we are directly to the right right in front next to the monster squad booth 105 and the shirts will be $15 which is a sweet deal I think it's the cheapest shirts at the con um, and they're the coolest looking shirts I, I've seen the other shirts all great but not as great as ours so oh, for 15 bucks I got all excited on a Saturday when I was waiting for the or Friday when I was waiting for the uh, Star Wars the Millennium Falcon tickets uh, KDVR came by and like filmed the line and Chris Chris Parente went like right up to me and pointed out my shirt and so nice. it was like free advertising, but they never heard that segment. So. Those fucking Aww. assholes. Is it online? No. So they cut you? Yeah. You're on the cutting room floor. Because probably when they got back to the edit room, they looked at the shirt and like, that's not a Star Wars shirt. <laughs> <You're> <laughs> probably. Like, <laughs> exactly what happened. You were just too, you were too extreme for them, man. Yeah. They didn't yeah. know what to do with well, you. Well, the camera went right to our canary yellow. What's the actual color? Uh, banana cream. Banana cream. Mm. Oh, that, that sounds, sounds delicious. delicious. <laughs> says James Ryan oh man banana cream pie does sound good yeah it does hey hold on a second while I put this taco in my mouth if only we had pie See, here because we're oh, fat hey. kids oh, hey. yes <laughs> that's true oh yeah there's also pie there oh, is pie here but, um, the most food heavy episode we've ever done so yeah make sure you stop by our booth because the shirts will only be available at the con uh, the people that pre-order the shirts will get the shirts but the rest of them will only be available at the con only available at the con yep and it's again, it's a limited edition shirt, so we don't have a huge print run. So when those ones are gone, they're gone, and they will never come back. DCC exclusive means something to us. Yeah, and you know, we actually uh, here's some inside baseball too. Is we actually did have to get the not only it approved by Denver Comic Con, they had to send back say yes, you can make it an exclusive for it. So it was a lot of legwork. So thanks, Brad. The shirts look great. Um, Denver Comic Con approved of them, so they like them. Yeah. And uh yeah. I mean, why wouldn't they? He I did mean, a, he did an amazing job. No, yeah, they look great. I'm just saying that, you know, it was not just putting a shirt together really fast. It was an actual an approval process yeah. to get it done. So, these are very exclusive and we're very proud of them. So, I hope you will indulge us to help fund our next pod show or our next uh mic stand. Yeah. Whatever. All the proceeds go directly to my wallet. Yes, they go directly <laughs> to directly to Brad's wallet. Because he paid for them, so they will go to Brad's wallet. So yeah. please buy one or Brad will beat me. <laughs> yes. I take it out on Zach. Because <laughs> <laughs> if you don't buy them the first few days, they're going to be marked up to 150 bucks. So <laughs> <laughs> We're going to start selling them on eBay as uh, yeah. exclusives. And if you want, we'll have Sharpies. We'll sign them. If you want it signed, oh, if you want your yeah. banana cream signed, we will sign it. Heck, if you want us to sign it as William Shatner, we'll sign it as William Shatner. Nope. There's something, you only get my name. There's something awkward about saying that I'm going to sign your banana cream. <laughs> I know. And if you're out of town but can't make it to Denver Comic Con, if you buy it within the con days, yeah, exactly. we'll sell it to you online. We will uh, possibly put up a Google Doc where people can do that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then just make sure you get to us. So uh, Denver Comic Con is the 15th through the 17th of June. Make sure you just send it to us then, and we'll make sure you get one. That's like two weeks. It is. Shit. I know. I'm so stoked. I have like 14 days off in a row. Because so I work uh, four days on, three days off. If you plan your vacation right, you take your first three days off, go into your vacation week, and then you get another three days off. <laughs> um, and then you only use one week of vacation. Yeah. So I'm stoked. Mm. Something else is happening the following week, but eh, whatever. It's not as important as Denver Comic Con. Yeah. <laughs> Just kidding, James. Love you. It's super <laughs> stressful. It's way more stressful than ever Comic Con. Right? <laughs> You're like, oh yeah. my gosh, I have to actually 
do shit in uh, advance in my life. I know. It's ridiculous. It's like it's the actual I, like a real grown-up step. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, it's been so nice the last 29 years of my life to basically plan everything about a week in advance. Man, this like planning shit is just ridiculous. Yeah. And then you realize Ugh. how quick it's coming up. Yeah. I know yeah. I was talking uh, And I have to do it cuz I've spent a lot of money. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like there's no way around it. Can't, yeah, even as many times as we can joke about like you want to just like run up you know, we can just run up the street and just get this done. No. Well, you know, I am pot committed. Well, technically, you will get married before you get married because you have to go to the uh, the county and get your marriage license. Well, yeah. So technically, well, we sign it that day and then it gets turned in. Yeah. Yeah. So, t- well, you'll go there and she'll say you guys aren't related. Right. It was really oh. weird. <laughs> oh. when, when me and Laura went, she you like you had to sign a thing saying you weren't related. And uh, <laughs> what is this? New York. Yeah. Do I have to do a blood test? Yeah, are you Rudy Giuliani? <laughs> he married his first cousin. I know. <laughs> John Oliver taught me that. <laughs> John Oliver had to teach you that? Yeah. I actually <laughs> never you, knew you, that. You until... didn't know that about the scum that is Giuliani? I had no idea. I knew he was becoming cuckoo brains over the years. That's all I knew at that point. He, when he talks now, too, he has the crazy eyes. I'm like, dude, lay America! off the coke. Lay off the coke. <laughs> He's like, I remember when he was running for president, he kept on bringing up he was a 9-11 governor. Yeah, we get it. <laughs> we get it. Just like Donald Trump always tweets about him winning the 2016 election. It's like 600 days ago, bro. <laughs> we got it. You won. Not the popular vote. But you won. We got it. It's like me bragging about winning a trophy for Twombly. It loses muster after so so many times. Yeah, once somebody sees the thing, they're like, <laughs> yeah. oh, mm, yeah. not quite. Competition mm. was weak that yeah. year. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. It's actually true for all those arguments. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Some reason this only connected with a certain kind of audience this <laughs> particular year. Um, <laughs> anyways, every week on Real Nerds Podcast, we go see a new uh, movie and we podcast our experience of the world. This week, we shot first and saw Solo, a Star Wars story. Um, so stay tuned to the end of the ep- uh, episode. We'll tell you if you should see the movie or not, play the trailer, and then we will spoil the movie. There is spoilers in this movie, so make sure, yeah. um, if you haven't seen it, uh, make sure you see it before you listen to the second half of our review. Uh, we also talk about movies that are coming out, movie news, and movies we've been watching throughout the week. We love movies here. And you know, some movies I watched this week reminds me why I love movies. Um because they're so great. And when you can share them with someone who's awesome, it makes it better. Yeah. Nope, not my wife. Um, <laughs> Your wife. <laughs> my wife. <laughs> uh, no, my... Actually, now I... Now you can scare your three-year-olds in 4K. <laughs> yes. No, I, I actually have a confession. I was watching a movie with my wife, but I couldn't even make it. I'm so fucking old now. It was like 9.45, and I'm, going, I'm starting to fade. I said, man, I have to wake up at 5.30 to get ready for work. Oh, yeah. It's tough. Yeah, the um, I was up till one one day last week. What was I doing last week when I had to work the next day? I saw Solo at like a nine o'clock showing with my Brutal. parents. With my parents because they're awesome and they want to yeah. go to a movie at nine o'clock. Did you guys all wear your shirts? Yes. Nice. Oh yeah. Um, should have got a photo. But anyway, um, and uh, and it was over. And I just as soon as it was over, I was just like, I, I just need to go home and go to bed. Isn't it crazy? The, and I, an old I man. forgot why I was up so late the day I had to, before I had to work. No, it was the day I had to work. It was the day I did see Solo. No, it was the day before. I don't remember. But I was out so much. Like, my little boy usually comes into my bed about 4.30 in the morning and sleeps, like, last two hours in my bed. I didn't even hear him get into the bed. I just mm-hmm. felt someone rubbing my face. And I got up and I was like, 
wham! And then I realized, <laughs> just, just kidding. It's terrible. <laughs> Anyways, no, the most, the oldest, not to keep this running forever, but ooh, look how old we are. Anyway, the oldest I felt this week was actually Brooks had tickets to to go see Taylor Swift, and and because I'm such a nice guy, I gave my ticket uh, away to her friend. That is so nice. So that, that what way, a her friend could go. Yeah. You know, know what, James? That's funny. I did the same thing for my wife with Kelly Clarkson. I know, isn't it? I, because I, we're just so bad. You didn't guys. get to see Kelly Clarkson. You, you, I so, hear she's amazing. You're my favorite male mo- role model. right Thank now. you. Like, yeah, just yeah. Hands down. It was really the best thing I've done all year. And um, <laughs> so, uh, I but not only that, I dropped them off and picked them up. And I go to pick him up, and it's a fucking Invesco field. And it was like fucking Pokemon Go was happening all (laughs) over that part of Denver. Like, there's these huge crowds, all these women who just poured out of the the concert, standing at the edge of the street outside of, uh, at the edge of Federal, (laughs) looking at their phones, waiting for the Uber to pull up. Like, a Federal, just to get through that section of Federal, which was maybe two blocks, took me an hour. Um, Anyway. Uh, and so we're sitting there and it's like midnight. James, just shake it off. I was so, fuck you. <laughs> I was just so tired and I'm watching all these people having their, they're, they're so excited that there was something. I'm really like, fuck all of you. I just want to go to bed. Like, why are any of you awake? This is ridiculous. Anyway. I yeah. imagine James in a panel station wagon as like a dad picking up his two teenage, his teenage daughter and her friend oh. from a concert. Fuck Get in. Up. I want to go home and go to sleep. No, that, that experience made me realize <laughs> immediately. I was like, if I ever have daughters who want to do that shit, I'll be like, you better have friends with better parents than me. <laughs> like, I am not doing that shit. Well, I will say at least people are using Uber and uh, being responsible. True. Sure. Mm-hmm. Yes. Or that's what I would do is I would give if if no, I wouldn't. That would be ir- if they were old enough that I trusted them. No, I can't let you can't let like young girls. Well, don't worry. Take an Taylor Uber. Swift will go away in a couple years. Yeah, but she'll just re- re- replace with somebody else. I mean, she's no Katy Perry. They're all going to die. <laughs> You cut off the head, three more emerge. Right, exactly. Yeah, like it's... Is it... Hail Swift. You said Invesco Field. Is it still Sports Authority? No, it's It's nothing. Well, it's It's just nothing. It says Sports Authority. No, they got rid of everything. Well, if you Google it, it says Sports Authority Field. Oh, yeah, if you Google it. (laughs) Like... But they got rid of all the signage. I know. I called it Invesco. My mom was like, it's not called Invesco. And I was like, what do I call it? Bankruptcy Field? Like, what? All Mile High Stadium. Yeah, like... Well, they're going to tear down, I think it's a south lot. And build an entertainment district there, and they're trying to get. Oh yeah, it leads. It needs less parking. That's yeah. a good idea. Yeah, so they're trying to get uh, someone to sponsor that and the stadium, mm. oh, which right. is still embarrassing. We're you know one of the best franchises in the NFL. We don't have a stadium name. Why don't just be Mile High Stadium? Yeah, I agree. yeah. Brad, yeah. we pay they're already, for it. They're already paying it. That's what everybody we pay wants. for it. Right. Yeah. yeah. Brad, throw in a bid. Nebulous Visions Multimedia Stadium. <laughs> it's only five million dollars a year. <laughs> to be fair, I didn't. I wasn't a taxpayer fifteen years ago when we built that thing. But, you know, yeah, we paid for it. Yeah. Do you think a bank will give me a $5 million loan? <laughs> yes. <laughs> What's this for? To name the stadium. You know, <laughs> you know, I should just stick out your hand and say, I give you my word. And my no. word is as strong as oak. When are you going to pay it back? Forever. <laughs> what are you, you going to name the stadium? My Balls Stadium? Yes. <laughs> Real Nurse Podcast Stadium. <laughs> my Taint Stadium. Yeah. <laughs> my Balls at Mile High. Welcome to Go Monday Dolphins Night Football Stadium. here my... at My Balls Stadium. Hold on, hold on. Go so, Dolphins Stadium. Sorry, Mom. <laughs> no. Yeah, that was the most offensive thing someone said. Go Dolphins Stadium. I agree. Sorry, Carol. Jeez. <laughs> Tom Brady Memorial Hall. Uh, oh, yuck. <laughs> made me throw up in my mouth well but that implies that tom brady is dead so that's not so bad well give it time well <laughs> it will work 
here's my uh, feeling about Tom Brady is he is awesome and it makes me mad. Yeah. <laughs> you have to like shake your fist like, ooh, I hate your popularity. Yes. Oh, Dan Marino Stadium. <laughs> Dan Marino. <laughs> Just call it never won a Super Bowl stadium. Um, anyways, Finkelenheinhorn Stadium. (laughs) Speaking of Denver, we go around town every week with Brad on his Vespa, and it's a really cool Vespa. It's banana cream. Um, (laughs) it's it's a hundred cc, so it's fast, but not too fast. It's like in the middle of the road, like in Mario Kart. Yeah. And it, um, yeah, you can have some fun with it, but it's still a little. Chill. And Brad's super shitty. He throws turtle shells behind him, and turtles are still alive, and it's really bad. <laughs> I'm, I'm a monster. You are. Anyways, we go around town with Brad and his Vespa. His Vespa scooter stamps in front of the movie theater. He sees movies there at midnight. Then he gets back on his Vespa at midnight. But now it's two in the morning because he's got a movie. What's going on in town, Brad? hey film buddies follow me around denver i don't know why i decided to go on a vespa scooter tangent yeah i don't have a vespa at all Um, i know you don't you have like a real car (laughs) sounds like you like really want to buy something today The Midnight at the Esquire this week is Miyazaki's Spirited Away. Um, And then the following week, just in case this doesn't go up right away, uh, June 8th and 9th is Mean Girls. Only the strong survive, apparently is a tagline. (laughs) That's an old R&B song. Stop making that tagline happen. It's not going to happen. Only the strong survive. I see what you did there. Uh, The Drive-In is doing Life of the Party, Deadpool 2, and Rampage. Okay. And open screen night is tomorrow. At the Bug Theater, five bucks. Brad, what are you debuting tomorrow? Oh, you know, just uh, some bonus features from the Cardigan Sorrow Blu-ray. Nice. Yeah. I saw people commented, and Adam does look like Ron Swanson a little he does. bit. He just had some bacon in front of him; it'd be awesome. Yep, yeah. he is playing his character from the movie Atticus, and I don't want to spoil. It's a cooking. It's a cooking show. So nice. It'll be fun. It's fun. Uh, light on content, so bring your films if you can, and uh, it'll be fun. A lot and of prizes, and it's pirate themed, so. Ooh. Uh, if you if you bring something piratey and include the line "Shiver Me Timbers," you can get a fifty dollars gift card from Real uh, Podcast. Nice. Can I just dress like a pirate? You can, but you're not going to win any prizes. Son of a bitch. <laughs> you can dress as a, like a pirate every day of your life if you wanted to, but you just choose not to because like you're weak. Pirate, pirate Steve. <laughs> Was it, what's in Dodgeball? Pirate Steve. Oh yeah. yeah. What's it? What is his? And, it, Alan Tudyk. Yeah. Steve the pirate. Steve the pirate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> be so weird but awesome <laughs> it is. i should watch that movie i haven't seen that in a while mm-hmm. and that's what's going on around town awesome cool we also unspool our reel of news in a segment we call real news it's real news Sci-fi fans rejoiced this week as The Expanse was picked up by Amazon, which is, like, you know... Never seen pretty it, much it good? I, I've never seen it. Oh, no, I started watching the first episode and was like, this is okay. Apple. I mean, it... <laughs> Who had it prior? Sci-fi? Yeah, it was a, it was a Siffy show. Okay. Um, <laughs> and then, you know, it, it was good. 
in a world where there's not any good sci-fi on TV right now, that was a good one. So, you know, good for them. Um, I mean, I should watch it again. It was fine. I was like kind of distracted as I was watching it. Like, I didn't really give it a good shot. So did, did I don't Gu- even think I reviewed it on the show because I knew like, well, you know. Did Guillermo executive produce that? No, that was The Stain. Oh, The Stain. Never mind. Um, which I also did not see, mm. but I should. Okay. The artwork for the stain is awesome. I don't know anything about the expanse, but I know people were losing their mind when it oh, got yeah, canceled. Furious. Yeah. Um, but you know, a- if you're vocal enough now, networks have learned that there is um, an easy way to continue shows yeah. and it's already established so you can make money off of it really fast. Right. And I really think it's something uh community started a while ago yeah. when it was, they didn't know if it lasts and then it went to that Yahoo online service. Right. Yeah, and then Netflix got picked up, you know, Arrested Development, and now other people say we'll just shop and, you it know, around. Th- yeah, these people like Amazon and Netflix that are like hungry for content. It's an easy one where you're like, okay, the infrastructure's there, the fan base is there, we can pick up something just so we have more content, which is what we're looking for anyway. And the nice thing, you know, most likely they'll come in and they'll try to like, they'll probably hack some of the some of the budget up and try to find a way to make it work better. Yeah, um, which well, is you know, and that as way, long as you get your show, like if if the thing you care about is the characters, then it should be fine. And it's going to Amazon, right? Yeah, I'm sure. So I'm sure the rest of the series too will be available to stream. Yeah, so it's a way yeah. for them to pick up stuff right. on the relative cheap. I mean, I guess. Yeah, it certainly it makes it easier for me because I think when I watched it, I had to watch it on like fucking. I think it might be on Netflix right now, but I think I watched it on Hulu, mm. and you know Hulu that just sucks. makes me want to not watch it. Um, so. But yeah, I mean, those sites, one of the other things this week was that, like, the, Netflix and Amazon are throwing so much money at just getting as much content as they can. Um, they announced this month, this week that, that Michael Bay is making a movie for Netflix, and it's going to be the most expensive movie Netflix has ever contracted. Good for them. Um, right, yeah. <laughs> like, what? I don't yeah, know. It's what Ryan it, Reynolds. I'll I just want it. some hero shots. It's all I need. Right, exactly. I just want as many hero shots of Ryan Reynolds as I can get. Um, the uh, Yeah, we also got a trailer for The Happy Time Murders this week, and then... Sesame Street promptly sued them. Uh, yeah, you know, I'm thinking of, I understand where Sesame Street's coming from. I think, absolutely. I think they might be able to get off on uh, <laughs> on it being a parody because Sesame Street doesn't have an issue with the movie. They have an issue with the tagline where it's uh, no Sesame Hall Street. Yes. Yeah. Which is the part of, when I saw that trailer, I thought, oh, you shouldn't have done yeah, that. Yeah, it seems like. But I think they might be able to get by on the parody part of it. Yeah, but it's not a. I mean, the argument I would see, and uh, you know, that I, I think would be fair on Sesame Street's end is, you're not parroting Sesame Street. Yeah, like, I mean, if nothing you, about this is remotely related to what our did, mission is. Did you read yeah. Sesame Street's complaint? No, I didn't. It makes a lot it. of sense. They're basically saying they're tarnishing the goodwill they've built up over fifty years. Yeah, and they said they don't have a problem with the movie because everybody can make a movie they want. Yeah, they just have a problem with the tagline. The tagline. Yeah. So my guess is they're going to resolve it by um, getting rid of the tagline. Yeah, yeah, which is fine. Which like, I think they should because the truth is, like that tagline I actually is kind of dumb. To be honest. Yeah, I think the tagline kind of takes away the. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> Where'd all the pie go? Odds are um, he'll finish it by the end of the episode. <laughs> seriously, save me a little bit. Um, the uh, I, th- I think the tagline is actually the worst thing about the trailer. Oh, yeah. Like, that trailer is... So many people are talking about that movie, I don't think you need it. Like, yeah, honestly, right. if I were on their side, I would go to... Di- I would go to, to um, HBO, uh, whoever the parent company is right now. Um, I think it's and Sesame. Just, <laughs> it's Sesame Workshop, but HBO has a Oh, HBO just owns distribution. Yeah, 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 it has yeah. a distribution thing. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I would just go to Sesame Street and be like, you're right, we're sorry, we'll eat some crow, we'll pay you a small fee and go home. 
because I've already got what I needed. Like, it's, I, yeah, it's, I you know, it, it's don't not, push it in the marketing too much. It, I got the the promotion I needed. Yeah, and I don't see it going any further than that because Brian Henson's the director. And I think the last thing. Yeah. Anyone wants to see as Brian Henson get into an argument with the thing his father created. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I, I just think the movie actually looks so. The movie is so crazy and stands on, and stands on its own that like we all know, like we're in on the joke. I, I, you I know, love. We that, don't need you to. That first line is in the trailer is so funny. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah I yeah. suck your dick for fifty cents. Uh... I'm a woman. That's okay. <laughs> Everything about everything about it. Um, Harvey Weinstein is in jail. Yay! Uh, they didn't let him take his books. Hmm. Is Gee, it also hell because that's where he belongs. <laughs> um, I thought he was on bail, so he's not in jail. He's just yeah. Well, yeah, he goes. Well, in yeah, post bail. Well, he goes in and then, yeah. yeah. I mean, technically now he's, he's not in jail anymore. He's right. arrested. So. Yeah. I hope they kept his books anyway. Going like, no, you don't get these back. Yeah, just for being stupid. Just for that, I'm going to read this Ilya Kazan book all by myself. <laughs> we were chat. We were chatting <laughs> about this in our group text this week. That like, you know, <laughs> it is a it is a thing of like just general rich people entitlement that he gets he gets a warning that his arrest warrant is out and he gets to come in in, in 12 hours yeah. or whatever uh, because you know we want to save embarrassment. I'm like, no, like. The embarrassment is the punishment. Yeah. Like, especially in this case where embarrassment is part of the crime. No. Fucking kick his door down with, like, a SWAT baton thingy and, like, go in there and drag his ass out of there. Like, I, uh, that's well, why rich people aren't afraid of the law. Well, uh, that's why That's why OJ ran around in a white Bronco for a yeah, little bit. Right. You know? Well. I, that yeah, he was yeah, all pilled up. But you, uh, and because he was innocent. Um, just to give you some inside baseball. Second time I've used that today. Um. In law enforcement, uh, if it's a nonviolent crime and there's no, um, like, danger, Im- immediacy to it, they're not going to let you kick in doors for is, it. Is sexual assault a nonviolent crime? Uh, it wasn't happening currently. Oh, okay. Fair. So they call it fresh pursuit. Okay. So if it, so, if, because he's, because the crime isn't actively taking place. Exactly. Mm. So you, to enter someone's home, no matter what, you need a search warrant or their permission. So even if they you know where he's at, you'd have to knock on the door and be like, "Hey, can we come get you?" And he'd be like, "No." Um, so what, what what a lot of happen what happens a lot is um, because he has a lawyer that he can afford. Is the lawyer is in contact with law enforcement. And they say, hey, yeah, we're going to get this warrant signed. And then they're going to say, like, make sure your clients. Yeah. Hear so he can either. This, so this. he can either come here or we'll embarrass him. Yeah. Because it's not so. Even though he's no longer associated, everybody knows who he is, and everyone knows where he's at. Well, he's not going anywhere. Yeah. So, and, and he's not a risk to fly. But not everybody knew that he didn't know what happened to Ily Kazan at the end of his life. But now we know that he was interested in it because he brought that stupid book. So yeah. So he's that he stole from Henry, by the way. <laughs> he, he's a fucker, and he will definitely take a plea deal. And he will probably not get totally sentenced because um, my guess is they're going to have all this evidence against him. Like, you can either take a play deal or we can take this to trial. And he's probably not going to want to go to trial. Oh, of course not. I thought his lawyer said that they were going to maintain a not guilty plea, but I don't know. Maybe they, they better change. Like, definitely. His career's dead. So, like, oh, yeah. He ain't no, go, he's not pay, going anywhere pay, near Hollywood again. Pay them some money and, well, move, you can, and go live in your beach house. It can somewhere. always go two ways. I mean, you can go the OJ way where you're. Uh, jury of your peers are going to find you not guilty and you don't have to serve any time yeah or can 
the inverse of that can also happen and the jury finds you guilty and then you're subjected to whatever the judge believes and in this case and all the um accusations against him he's he'll never get out of jail yeah yeah so my guess is they they might do a plea because just okay. sorry so like because he, what the prosecution is going to bring in P, uh women after women that are right. going to accuse him of it right yeah and yeah, and it's everybody knows about it, so it's not only going to be women. It's yeah, you know, I didn't even know how you find a jury, an unbiased jury of peers. No, you like can't. you know, uh, which so that's yeah. that's another tough part. You're gonna have to move it to you know the middle of Alabama or something. Yeah, where they're not so you can't have it on the East Coast or the West Coast, right? At all. Um, if I was him, I, I'm guessing he'll take a plea. Yeah, because it's it's I think he should. St- stand up there and face his accusers and let them tell him exactly what he did. Cause you read stories about people going, Oh, it's just Harvey being Harvey. So also his enablers need to be held accountable too for what yeah. he did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. So that guy can go fuck himself. Yep. The one good thing about his arrest was we did get this really good, embarrassing photo of him during the arrest. Um, that I think was pretty good. <laughs> um, it's just an, I, this photo disturbs me to look at. <laughs> Because I don't know what the fuck is happening with this dog's jaw. Um, <laughs> I'm going to read that. What is that about? Okay, so Show Dogs. Enlighten uh, me. Yeah, Show Dogs is a film. Uh, who, who's the main like actor in this thing? Oh, uh, Chris uh, oh, yeah, it's Chris Will Bridges. Arnett. Oh, never mind. No. <laughs> I thought Chris, Chris anyway, was in it. It's a movie about talking dogs. That are like show dogs and shit or whatever. Like I, I gotta know. save a panda. I even, yeah, I haven't even seen the trailer. Watch the trailer what for the it. What the fuck is this movie? But like every picture of the dog, its mouth is is animated so freakishly open that I think I'm looking at a still image of some kind of weird Prometheus sequel. It looks like it looks um, like an H.P. Lovecraft monster. It does. Well, it looks like it's the the dog is normal and its mouth is closed up here and then it just has an extra yeah. mutated jaw oh. hanging out of its adam's apple it's a sequel to the thing yeah oh <laughs> actually yeah i mean it's the creepiest fucking dog um anyway there's a point at this in the movie um if i remember exactly it's something like there's a basically there's a few scenes where like the dog is is like either sniffing another dog's butt or like licking the other dog in a way that is somewhat sexual, and the jokes that go along with it are kind of oh, like a kids' movie. Kind are kind of along the lines of like you know they're not being consent from one from the one dog, but the other dog is is doing it anyway. Which in the real world is kind of funny because there are certainly a lot of dogs where you know you get two dogs together and one of them keeps smelling the other dog's butt, and the other one is just like, dude, fucking leave me alone, like. <laughs> Like literally, I there are dogs within yeah. my family that that happens, right? Um, so you get the joke, but of course the problem here is it's a kids' movie, and the argument is it should be held to a higher standard um, because yeah, the lesson that you're teaching kids is like, oh, it's okay to you know go around and sniff other kids' butts even if they're not okay <laughs> with it, um, which is a prevalent problem uh, on elementary school uh, recess fields these days. Um, That's the only PSA that runs through the Regal Theaters now. <laughs> anyway, uh, so the joke here for for people at home was that that wasn't Harvey Weinstein. That was just the dog from the movie Show Dogs, uh, who is also accused of sexual abuse, and his film is getting re-edited to remove said sexual abuse. Now you know and, what. And apparently 90% of the jokes, I'm sure. <laughs> uh, I don't know how the movie will possibly be funny without, without dog-smelling butts. Um, I mean, I think that's 90% of the jokes in animal pet 
talking animal movies. Well, yeah, I mean, there's of the my kid loves <laughs> Secret Life of the Pets, and there's a whole part where they're just walking in circles and going, smelling each other's butts, going, oh, hola, enchanté, nice to meet you. It's really stupid. Do they discuss consent prior to that? It's never implied. They're just literally at some dog party and walking around in a circle, sniffing each other's asses. Oh, I couldn't even get through that sentence. Oh, man. Uh, anyway, I think that's mostly the news. Uh, unless anybody thinks I forgot anything. Uh, Brie, uh, Brie Larson shot all of her Avengers 4 footage before she shot the Captain Marvel movie. She's pretty. <laughs> but I, I think, think she'll make think a great all, Captain Marvel. I think we all kind of assumed that. So. She's awesome in uh, Kong, so mm-hmm. I have hopes for her as an action star. And she's great in Free Fire. Oh, yeah. So she'll uh, she'll do well. She's a great actress. Uh, oh, 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 oh. Uh, um, um, uh, James Mangold. James Mangold is writing and directing uh, the Boba Fett movie. Yeah. Uh, so which start, we might talk about later. Do you want to start taking bets on how soon he gets fired from the Star Wars movie? Oh, no, 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 no. He's, I, a, he's a pro. Yeah, that guy That guy has worked on movies with big the, budgets the enough. The Fett pool. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he's worked on two Wolverine movies. Yeah. He knows what's up. Which I bet are, well, yeah, they're they're probably a little bit smaller than what he's gonna do, but but um, he still has the studio, like yeah, he, over him. He, he has, and he has, if they're not indie films, he has big crews on those films, you know. Yeah, um, yeah, and he's writing and directing. What if it's Boba Fett, but it's fucking Logan? Takes off his helmet and it's Hugh Jackman. He's just, he's just, he's Dude, Hugh Jackman. Oh, no. as Boba Fett would be awesome. Okay, no, no, it's a thousand years after the events of of Star Wars. And you open on Tatooine, and there's an explosion, and old man Boba Fett crawls his half-digested body out of the hole, and then he goes on adventures. I was going to say, he should be able to like fight his way out, because if yeah. you're slowly digested over a thousand years... Not if there's a beak, man. You can't fight a beak. <laughs> Why don't you turn on your jetpack? Well, so here's... I was talking well, to... Maybe there's um, some oxygen in there. Maybe you can't fire it up. <laughs> so, see... Huh. Yeah, well, I we'll talk about this later because I after solo I have some like theories about where things I would like I would like them to go. Um, but I was telling my dad I was like the problem with a Boba Fett movie is like you you can't make things too epic, and I certainly wouldn't want them to like make a Boba Fett like have a huge a lot of interaction with this solo movie because yeah it would be really disappointing if you build this whole like universe of Solo and Fed and these other characters. And the and we all know the culmination of that is Boba Fett, and then he turns around and knocks him into a pol- into a pit. Like <laughs> if if you try to build a whole franchise where we already know that the ending is really anticlimactic, it would be pretty sad. Um, but anyway, um, that's why you open it sense. with at uh, in Return of the Jedi when Jabba's ships crash. Yeah, you open it with him crashing and him crawling out. Oh yeah. Yeah, or you open. No, actually, best idea is the scene opens and like it's 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 Boba Fett and he's in the shower and <laughs> and he's like you know he's cleaning up and he steps out and he's on he's on the sail barge right and he steps out and his clothes are missing and like his drunk friend has stolen <laughs> the Boba Fett clothes and is running around with the jetpack just having a good time and ends up falling into the sarlacc and then he's like motherfucker so then he has to put on his dad's Django Fett clothes oh, that's and they go cool. like murder fools for some green paint nice you know <laughs> give be- me that green distressed paint yeah um, first you must kill where's those <laughs> gray cargo pants yeah well he only he has to kill aliens that bleed green um, and, he and then just, he smears it ooh, like the predator. Oh yeah, like the predator puts yeah. like marks all over him. Yeah, 
dude, Boba Fett versus Predator. Shane Black's the Boba Fett Fett. versus Predator. (laughs) (laughs) I'd watch it. (laughs) Yeah, that sounds sounds fantastic. Oh, my goodness. Seems like the Predators finally met their match. Mm -hmm. Anyway, I think that's news. We also watch movies throughout the week in a segment I call What We've Been Watching. So, uh, yeah, this is the stuff we've been watching. Zach, what'd you watch this week? Only three things. All documentaries. No, actually. Um, I uh, rewatched The Thin Man. Um, they have that whole box set. So I rewatched The Thin Man, and um, I love that movie. William Powell and Myrna Loy play two uh, socialite uh, like heavy drinkers, but one of them used to be a detective. Um, they get caught up in a murder plot, and... Uh, murder, you say? <laughs> yeah, and uh, it's uh, Nick and Nora Charles, and uh, so they... Go off and solve the mystery of who killed this uh, wealthy inventor. And uh, it's really just an excuse for some really cool slapstick um, comedy and some uh, snappy patter back and forth. Um, like Johnny Depp's been trying to remake this movie for years, and I would never want to see him do it because I don't think he could pull off the back and forth. Um, <laughs> it's just one thing. I, I, I mean, just it's No, not, I agree. It's nothing against him. It's just like... Powell and Loy had like a rapport back and forth with. Do you think he wakes up in the morning and he's like, "How many bracelets do I need today?" I think he wakes up in the morning and looks in the mirror, hoping he's Ryan Gosling, and he goes, "Shit!" (laughs) Back to the truck, throws an empty whiskey bottle at the mirror. (laughs) It's one of these days. Um, So yeah, um, but yeah, if you haven't seen The Thin Man, I'd check it out. I'm sure it's like three ninety nine to rent on Amazon. When you started talking, I was thinking of The Third Man, and I was like, I was very confused. uh, No, I love The Third Man. (laughs) I oh, love okay, the third yeah. man, but no, yeah. the thin man. Yeah. Um, yes. based on the book by Dashiell Hammett. Um, um, I watched San Andreas for the first time. Oh hell I, yeah! Because I found it at work for for nothing. Oh yeah. then, uh, dude, yeah. he rips nothing. off a fucking car door. <laughs> nothing yeah. is exactly what that movie is worth. So um, good for you. So yeah, but so I had fun with it. Yeah. Um, Alex, it it's weird because like it's trying to even out. A, a couple different stories going on. Yeah, it's stupid. So yeah, it's awesome. I mean, like the I guess the plot is is that Dwayne Johnson is a uh, a rescue team operative. Uh, he can or, fight uh, earthquakes. He's part of the <laughs> wait. So I, I was trying to confirm this. He's part of the fire department, right? Or like sure. search and rescue yeah. or something like that. He's part of the fire department's search and rescue helicopter team. <laughs> sure, yeah, duh. Anyway, cutting edge. <laughs> anyway, so he's got um he's got uh, a daughter played by Alexandria Daddario. Yep. Um, <laughs> and. Uh, <laughs> And, that uh, that was him, for the record, that was Ryan rubbing his, cleaning his glasses off, <laughs> not something else. Yeah, not squeaking on a bed. She is a um, beautiful. And his wife is Carla Gugino. She and, is And uh, they're too. going through a divorce. Um, and uh, so, and she, and he's, she's hooking he's up. He's beautiful too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and she's hooking up with Mr. Fantastic from the original Mr. Ooh, Fantastic movies. Mysterious, sexy. Um, yeah, and... Uh, but long story short, is he, is he chewing scenery like a master? <laughs> no, no. Yes, he is. You know what? It's great. Actually, you know what? You're right because okay. So long story short, he's the he's supposed to be the upcoming stepdad. You said that three but times. He turns out to be a door. <laughs> he turns out to be a douche. He turns out to be a douche, and he abandons Alexandra Daddario. Right. Um, but she don't need no man to survive. She, no, she doesn't. No, no, she doesn't. Because thank God. Because one of the he, best things about that movie, he he's so greedy to survive that he pushes a guy out of a way to hug a wall yeah, to survive the right. fault line. I haven't seen this in a while. Because remember, yeah. guys, this whole movie is predicated on the San Andreas fault line. 
Right. Oh, like, doesn't he also thing. like drive a SUV and they almost like drive into the like actual fault line? He does. Yes. And then right. they have to turn around and ask that old couple for help. Yes. That's right. That's right. Um, I need to watch yeah, this movie again. And uh, so, but it was it was fine. Um, I actually like Paul Giamatti's storyline the most because it was just like Paul Giamatti's in that movie. That's yeah, right. he is. He plays... Remember, he plays a crazy scientist. He's like, it's going to be oh, the yeah. biggest earthquake. No, I can't do it. Yeah, he was mind. on set for like a day. Oh, yeah. my God. Yeah, that's right. We could project it now. Yeah, he was the he was the. Tell everybody to get down. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I've been working on that impression all week. <laughs> yeah, um, but no, uh, it was fun. Um, it's from the guy who did Rampage too, Brad Payton. So, yeah. uh, oh, and I, it all makes sense. And I don't know if he's doing the skyscraper one, but it would make a lot of sense if he was. Uh, <laughs> if, if so, that is the most. Did like... you see the whole movie in the skyscraper trailer? Because I swear I did. Oh I, my gosh, I, I don't care. Well, between I'll, I'll still watch. No, it. I'll between, watch it. between trailers one and two. Yes, <laughs> I mean I'll watch it because it's the Rock with an uh, with a prosthetic leg. Yeah, the hanging onto the side of a building. The only the, thing that's not in that movie is the plot. I have no idea what's going on. The, the The new trailer is the only trailer my parents have seen, so they didn't see the cool shot where he's jumping over and then his legs about to give out or like right. it's about to detach. From yeah, him. His, it's betraying him. So that will surprise them as opposed to everything else. <laughs> yeah, the one moment where his where his robotic leg betrays him will will surprise them. Yeah, guess, what, guess who can't stop the rock either? The Korean police. Because <laughs> remember, he's like uh, he's like skyscraper. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> My family's Holy in there. Shit. Yeah, and um, he, then he just gives everybody rock yeah. bottoms. Maybe he should just stay with his family. He has a bad habit of his family being in somewhere. I know. You know? Well, well. It, to be fair, in San Andreas, it, it was more about emotional guilt because he couldn't cope with how he let his youngest daughter die. You're right. It's a very emotionally intelligent it, film. I, it, it, <laughs> Actually, that is a pretty like shocking moment in it. Yeah. 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 It was like, I was yeah. just like, I forgot about that Because like, I'm watching yeah. all this like crash, boom, bang, like Roland Emmerich special effects and all of a sudden like, I didn't know how to deal with her death. I'm like, fuck. <laughs> yep. This, this it just, just got real. This just went straight into the downer zone. <laughs> I watched that movie as a double feature with Mad Max Fury Road at a drive-in. <laughs> that is awesome. It made Mad Max Fury Road real good. Like, I mean, that movie's already great. But when you follow, when you have Mad Max Fury Road after uh, San Andreas, like, oh. I I cuz like when I when I I, watch Fury Road I didn't remember any trailer and I sincerely <laughs> thought the movie was just going to be s- the rock punching the San Andreas fault line I'd pay and for it, it being sent back to space. But I mean I guess this one's fine. Um, he, I mean he did rip a gun off of a helicopter one time. Are they making a sequel? They should are they making a sequel to San Andreas? Mm-hmm. They should. <laughs> San Andreas 2 faultier. San Andreas 2 <laughs> New York. <laughs> Like the is you know the fault grows. Paul Giamatti, and there needs to be a part where he's running and the cracks just following him, mm-hmm. like you know, end of day after tomorrow style. No, it's like it reverses and like instead of instead of the California part falling into the ocean, the rest of the continent falls into the ocean. <laughs> like he's got to save the whole continent. The, be- the beginning of the trailer is just a voiceover of Paul Giamatti going, "We had ten years to get ready." <laughs> he sticks he sticks some hooks into the ground and then his helicopter lifts all of the North America. <laughs> You know, it's just protected from the ocean. It's San Andreas, I mentioned earlier. I knew what kind of movie I was in right away when he literally rips the car door off. Like, oh, to save that girl. Oh, yeah. Save the girl. He's like, yeah. yeah. Oh, I know what movie I'm in now. Yeah. <laughs> Everything in this movie is made of candy glass. What is happening? <laughs> oh, that's anyway, a good one. Anyway, San Andreas. Lots of fun. I, I'm glad I own it. Yeah. The thing, <laughs> the thing, the, the thing, the thing I. The thing I got with it for free, though, was also 47 Ronin. So expect a review of that next week. Oh, good. <laughs> I've um, never seen it. Hopefully it's fun. 
Hey, I like Keanu. Yeah. So, um, um, the last thing I watched was um, I had uh, the Looney Tunes, um, like two of the movies came in like a premiere collection or something. Mm-hmm. So I watched the Bugs Bunny Roadrunner movie. And oh, I've seen that in forever. Yeah, and it's it's actually fun to watch that because it's like one of those things they play on Cartoon Network or like even Nickelodeon at some point, like all the time. And it's just a compilation film. It's nothing special. Um, what I did like though is that at the very end. So they don't show any Roadrunner stuff until the last 30 minutes. And the, the last 30 minutes is a Roadrunner Wile E. Coyote compilation that somehow works as one singular story. <laughs> because that's all you need with Roadrunner Wile E. Coyote. You can mix and match anything you want in the story and it'll still make sense. Yeah. Um, that's true. But the, uh, the interstitial intros by Bugs Bunny are pretty fun. Like They've got a like nice little quaint late 70s, early 80s humor to them. Like... You know, like he 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 would rather like bathe in carrot juice than go out and be in any movie in Hollywood today, stuff like that. You know, um, but one of the things I love about it is that it shows my favorite, uh, one of my favorite Looney Tunes cartoons of all time, which is uh, Duck Dodgers in the Twenty Fourth and a Half Century. Oh yeah. yeah, and it has my favorite Porky Pig line, which is "Happy baby birthday, you thing from another world, you." <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank you. Well, that was pretty good. My my uh, my my favorite Porky Pig moment is he's he's uh. At a bullfighting ring, I forget the actual cartoon, and he's selling hot Picador tamales. Porky? Is he selling hot tamales in that one? I yeah, don't... I think it's Picador Porky. Mm-hmm. I think it's a little later one, maybe because he, he's going hot tamales, hot tamales, get 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 them while they're hot, and he's just going around. <laughs> hot tamales. I love it. <laughs> oh. I have to look on my Porky Pig one hundred and one for. That. I don't think it's on the Porky Pig one hundred and one. We'll have to. I'll have to find this one then. Yeah, and then I'll send it's it to it's you. brilliant. I'll send it to you to make sure. Like, am I right? <laughs> <laughs> you might be right. I, yeah. I've watched so many of them because there's 101 of them. Yeah, I'm still hoping for Daffy Duck 101. I know it's my dream. Yeah, God. Um, and then like I didn't finish watching this, but Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure uh, collection came to me from Scream Pack or Shout, Shout Factory. Finally, same um, company. And uh, so uh, I'm uh, I've been watching the special features. Um, the the documentary on Excellent Adventure is pretty fun. I never really knew much about the writing process of the first one, uh, where yeah. it's just it was just two improv characters that they created and whatnot. Because I've always kind of kept myself like willfully ignorant of the making of those movies. Because I'm just like they're too sat on a for shelf me. for a year. I and, and it's amazing. I that read an interview. Uh, sorry, I read an interview in the New Entertainment Weekly had a reunion with Keanu and Alex Winter. Yeah, that one they did last year. Or, yeah, uh, no, or it was early like, this year, a uh, couple month ago, and they talked right. about how. No one believed in it, and it sat on a shelf for a year. Mm. And then it came out, and it everyone went, whoa. <laughs> it's a hit, dude. <laughs> Excellent. I think they say dude in that more than any other word. Uh, is it dude or is it um, bro? I can't remember. Uh, I haven't seen it no, in it'd, so long. No, it'd be dude. They yeah. would never have said bro. No. I haven't seen it in so long. I can't. I can just tell you that it's average. They say excellent and bogus a lot, too. And mm-hmm. it, that's that's part of their catchphrase. Uh, but the the set's cool also because it came with two bumper stickers, um, one for Bill and Ted Excellent Adventure, one for Bogus Journey, and it came with a Wild Stallions guitar pick. So, nice. Um, but, yeah, so – but I'll probably watch the movies again this sometime this week, let you know Sweet. what I think of them in HD. <laughs> so, anyway, that's all I watched this week. Brad? Um – I did not watch anything this week. Buckle up, boneheads. You're actually, going for a ride. Actually, I, I, I guess I sort of watched Cobra Kai. Oh, the the YouTube channel. Yeah, uh, they had some free episodes. I think it's the first three, first like, two, because I only two. got two, two. Is it good? They keep they keep like redirect every time I click on YouTube. They redirect me there. 
and it pisses me off, so yeah. I don't watch it. I didn't watch it like hard enough, if that makes sense. Um, yeah, but um, it it's interesting. Um, and it just centers around uh, it's Billy Zabka, right? Johnny. Yeah, the guy who played Johnny in the in the first movie. Um, just this down, like this down his luck shithead. The hero um, hasn't changed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's so weird to see a, a show that revolves around like the sort of bad guy, like trying to it, come back the, the indirect villain <laughs> yeah but at the same time like uh daniel larusso is kind of a shithead too just in a different way um because he's he's had he's found success but he's like right. flaunting it yeah, yeah. Uh, denver comic-con fun fact i've met ralph macchio he's a really nice guy oh i did his and uh c thomas howell's panel for the outsiders and they were both really nice they were like 30 minutes late <laughs> Oh. And he, they walked in, and he's like, I am so fucking sorry. <laughs> I said, it's all right. <laughs> let's do this. He said, yeah, let's do it. It was fun. Nice guys. <laughs> They're given the wrong schedule. Yeah, so if I, I if I get more access to YouTube Red or whatever, I'll, I'll probably see where that, that show goes. So, what does YouTube Red cost you? I don't know. I like It's and not something why? that's like... It's fourteen ninety nine now per month. A Ew. month? Yep. Fuck Holy that. shit. I guess I won't just, be watching just the rest so of I can series. use it to listen to music for free. Like fuck that! <laughs> yeah. I, the, I, I believe me. I, I may actually have to resubscribe to it to download. Wait, you've subscribed videos. to it? <laughs> when it was like ten ninety nine a month, yeah, I was like, that's oh. still with. I would pay five dollars, but so that what, was before I had Prime. So. What do they have on YouTube Red that you can't? What makes it special for? Ten ninety nine a month. Or well, 14. I don't. I mean, I guess the music thing that James is talking about—that's well, how I used it to listen to some like old time radio shows and stuff. But yeah, all I'm talking about is that the the one of the features is that on your phone, if you pull up a YouTube video, you can navigate away and the audio will keep playing. Mm. So, like, if you were listening to a playlist of songs by some artist, you could just basically use YouTube as your as you know mm. as a music player. Like James um, would use it for his Taylor Swift playlist. Yeah, right? actually, yeah, yeah, yeah. If I was looking. For, if you wanted um, to shake, I don't know any wait. other Taylor Swift song. <laughs> uh, there's that one with the dubstep. Dub oh, there's there's nope. bad romance, or no? There's bad nope. bad. There's bad blood, which is an awesome music video because it is directed by the guy who made Torque. And I think I don't <laughs> I don't think that Taylor Swift knows why that music video is awesome. I don't think anyone in it, but that movie, movie that video is like self-aware and stupid and so full of dumb shit and that guy 100% knew exactly what he was doing go watch it it's ridiculous I have nothing against it's like cameo after cameo after cameo of just weird shit I have nothing against Taylor Swift I just want to know if she's country or pop because she started out as country oh she's years ago no she's pop or like she tried pop pop garbage (laughs) that's harsh (laughs) no it's not listen to the music Uh, but there's that one with the dubstep drop it's pretty Stupid. Your kid's gonna say someday Taylor Swift was a was a musical genius. No, she, no, no. And that's no, when you kick your not. kid out of the house. No, y- yes, yeah. That's when I put them in a barrel until they're twenty one. <laughs> anyway, James, what'd you watch this week? Um, yeah, uh, I was gone last week, and then we did a lot of film explosions, so it's been a while. Um, but there's just a couple of things. I watched uh, Jumanji two. Oops, we found ourselves in a jungle. Um, <laughs> which I only make fun of because the title is stupid, but the rest of that movie is great. Uh, and I'm not just fun. saying that because I bought it having not seen it. Um, yeah, I was pleasantly surprised. Like, there's some really good moments and some fun bits. And, like, The Rock is good and Karen Gillan is good. And um, Kevin Hart's got some great moments. Yeah, I mean, Jack Black, every moment he's in that movie is hilarious and totally on like on point. Like, really good. Um, yeah. Solid. Um, and even the thing... 
the things about the trailer that made me like not want to see that movie work in the movie like the whole thing of it turning into a video game and all of that stuff and then like the 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 body switching which of course has nothing to do with the original jumanji ends up kind of working um and even that jonas brother shows up and he's okay mm-hmm. um so yeah I, I think that movie is fantastic um so people people should check it out um i've been watching uh been watching voyager uh i rewatched winter's bone last night um, which is just a movie that nobody ever thinks about, uh, but is still super solid. Uh, that's basically the movie that made Jennifer Lawrence famous. Yeah. Uh, and John Hawks, for... excuse me. <laughs> what? And uh, John Hawks. John Hawks was big before that. Well, yeah. I just yeah. watched John Hawks in something, and I'll talk about it. Yeah. Nice. Um, yeah, but that was the one that, like, all of a sudden, you know. Yeah, she would kind of nominate for Academy Award for that, I believe. Yeah, if not that, I mean, at least coming out of, like, you know, Canon Sundance, that was the thing everybody was talking yeah, about. She was did that Hunger movie. Games right after that. Yeah, pretty much. Um, yeah, and then she basically never made a movie as good. Um, I, yeah. Uh, anyway, um, <laughs> that's uh, debatable. I don't think it oh, is. Oh wait, I forgot. You don't like no. a certain person. That's right. No, I just genuinely. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I've thought. I've been thinking about this a lot lately. I don't think she's been this good since. Like, I just none of her performances are as subtle or talented as that performance is. Um, you die, I die. <laughs> <sighs> that movie's fine. That movie's fine. That movie's fine. I like Jennifer Lawrence. If we forget about the the last twenty minutes is real dumb, but the rest of that movie is fine. It's fine. It's all fine. Anyway, um, <laughs> so we're all fine. Uh, and the other thing I've been watching a lot of is um, is Dragon Ball Z. Um, <laughs> I okay. So what have you done with James? Yeah. So I listened to another I listened to a video game podcast called Giant Bomb and for whatever reason they sort of spun off this thing where two of the guys started watching Dragon Ball Z Kai uh which is basically Dragon Ball Z but they edit it down and take out a lot of the bullshit not all the bullshit but just they just take out all the boring stuff so that all you're left with is the silliness um and so like one season is you know like the first season is only 26 episodes and like I don't know how much is cut out, but clearly many, many hours of things. So there's like five seasons or something. And I've finished two of them. Um, And that show is super weird and crazy and stupid. And at first real boring and dumb. And then after a while, it kind of starts to grow on you and becomes like all the kinds of corny and weird that that you didn't know you wanted. And it's very bizarre. I don't know why I'm enjoying it, but I am. Um, there's a lot of dudes charging up fireballs and shooting at each other. Um, basically, like they just say they're more powerful, and it's supposed to create tension, and it kind of doesn't. And then, like, well, one of the longest running things of that is Goku. Is that his name? Yeah, Goku. Yeah, it, he's like, stupid. A fight with Superman. Like, who would win? Well, because Goku basically is Superman, but it's like if. If if Superman like had a fight with somebody and he lost and then he's like I have to train so then he just like throws fireballs on a spaceship but says he turned the gravity up so that makes him stronger and then he just does that for like a year and then he goes and fights a guy and his hair turns yellow and then like they fight but harder and ev- and everybody on the outside stands and watches and goes holy shit that's not possible how could he be that powerful he is so powerful now ah and like that's how they build tension and and like tell the story it's terrible 
You know, it's the only really thing, bad. Um, Brad can. Me and Brad years ago worked at GameStop, and the Dragon Ball Z game was really hard to find. And when people traded in, it was like eighty bucks, and we sold yeah. it for like one fifty. And as soon as it would go up on the shelf, someone would buy it immediately. Was it like that Budokai, whatever? Yeah, one? whatever the PS One was. I don't remember. Oh, on the PS One. Oh, oh, okay. When I when I worked at uh, at at Blockbuster, it was like that, where like the rentals of those games were constantly out. Um, I don't know. It's uh, super popular, man. Yeah, and I don't, I don't get it. I watched, I watched enough of it as a kid to understand that it was not my cup of tea. Part of why I, I, I like it, and I'm being motivated to watch through it, is this, this weird podcast going along with it, where these two sure. guys, like, they'll watch five episodes and then sort of recap it, and listening to them recap it makes the show funny because it's just like listening to somebody describe what happened, and you're like, this is fucking terrible. Um, but it's pretty good in the background, like while I pack and shit like sure. that, where I don't have to pay attention. Um, so anyway, that's a, that's a weird thing. Um, <laughs> I'm sure there's other stuff I've watched, but those are the things that stand you're, out. You're, you're just enamored too much with the Dragon Balls. Yeah. And uh, take, take Take Nataro has a new, uh, a new special on Netflix. You should check it out. It's really good. Nice. Yeah, I uh, started rewatching a few things. I started rewatching Arrested Development. Um, oh, man. The, the first season is, is so great. Uh, I can't. I keep on forgetting specific things from it, but I, I always love David Cross, the never nude, and <laughs> the scene where uh, he sees George Michael in the bodybuilder suit, and he takes off his robe, and he goes, "Me too." <laughs> it's just like so weird, and uh, he always says lines where he sounds like he's gay. It's brilliant and jason bateman's amazing in it i, I just love the show's great i just love rewatching and discovering why i fell in love with in the first place uh, i'm also rewatching 24 so i started the first season and john hawks is in the first season of 24 yeah um and you know i haven't seen i've haven't seen the first season i don't remember last when, time i watched when it. did the first season air 2001 or two one oh, which one. is Winter's bone was from 2010 lawyered yes <laughs> um what? So John Hawks did something before Winner's Bone. Because Zach just said that John Hawks wasn't famous until oh. No, I was just trying to um, take I mean, Deadwood for longer. like four <laughs> years after that. Uh, so at 24, watching the first season reminds you how much you love Jack Bauer. You know, because at the beginning, he's just some, oh, I'm a government guy. But then he gets on the phone with uh, his wife, and she's out with uh, his daughter's friend's father. And he's, I forget that, I can't, I can't remember the dad's name. He's like, well, maybe you should put him on the phone. <laughs> and he like just totally chastises this dude. It's awesome. That's why I love Jack Bauer. They should make a, they should make a 24 Kai where they just take, it's 24, <laughs> but you cut out all of the stuff with the wife and the daughter. So that, that way I can get yeah, to the show. Yeah. You know, watching it again, the daughter stuff's kind of annoying because <laughs> she's so stupid. Yeah. But it ties I mean, back into the story. Yeah. But yeah. if you watch it, uh, if you don't have it broken up, like I used to watch it in like weekly, yeah, it it stands out a little more. But when you just binge it, it works really well because you uh, spoilers for a show that's eighteen years old. But as it starts uh, unspooling, you know, you find out that the dad isn't really that other girl's dad, and that they're doing this to get to Jack, and um, because of what he did to the Russians, and um, yeah. it's pretty awesome. Is it a cougar in season one? No, two, two. okay. The, season two overall is pretty good though. There's an episode where like they're in a they're in a like a Subaru rolling down a hill and then it it like cuts to credits. I yeah. Remember that? Yeah. Because then yeah. you think Terry died or wait no um <laughs> the daughter <laughs> she does die. 
<laughs> in the second season, who's with her though? Uh, I don't remember. Was it like the maybe with the chick who's getting married? I don't remember. I don't yeah. remember. Uh, so I'll get to it. I mean, yeah. it's a it takes a long time because I you know it's literally twenty four hours. And yeah. Like, so it's a twenty four episode season. Each yeah. episode's like forty eight minutes. Yeah. So that's a that's a commitment. Yeah, so. they're rolling down the hill as Terry, right? Because yeah, then she gets amnesia. Yeah. 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 That's season one. Yeah. Yeah. Don't worry. She doesn't make it. Um, <laughs> um, also, I texted you this, uh, but it's it's messed up to think that like that season, uh, Kiefer Sutherland's like our age. I know. What? Yeah. Yeah. So in real life? In yeah. Real life, so yeah. I. Fuck. Yeah. Because he's only, he's 52 oh, wait, now. Uh, you guys are way older than me. Never mind. I'm fine. You're not way older. You fucking <laughs> shit. Um, anyways, that was a lot of fun. Fucking millennials. Um, I'm continuing to watch uh, <laughs> Cary Grant stuff, and I, uh, I've seen To Catch a Thief before. Oh, uh, so good. It, but it, it was so good you had to watch it again. Yeah. I, just Cary Grant's great in everything. Yeah. And this movie's I like it because it's kind of a different kind of Hitchcock, mm. where it's more of, oh, look at these cool locales, and look at how handsome and beautiful my lead is. Um, Grace you, Kelly as well. I've told you that movie has my favorite dick joke in it, right? Mm. Uh, yeah, there's a scene where like they're walking and she's she's like chastising him for the way he hits on like the French girl and all that, uh, and and he's you know he's pretending that he's like this lumber guy, and she has a line that's something like, "Oh yes, I bet you tell all the gr- or I, I bet you tell the girls that all your trees are sequoias." <laughs> um, uh, it's a the big dick joke. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> anyway. Cary Grant's awesome. I actually got a book off Amazon. It should be here tomorrow. It's called Conversations with Cary Grant, hmm. and it's him talking about his life, so it should be interesting. You don't have Showtime, do you? I do. Um, you should try to watch the Becoming Cary Grant documentary if you ever get I will. It. Yeah. Because I, I love uh, like just watching his stuff again. You can see why he's a movie star. Yeah. he's He can be menacing. He's really funny. And he doesn't take himself too seriously. There's that scene in To Catch a Thief where he doesn't have a shirt on and he's all oh. hairy and handsome. Yep. Right. Um, I just like I always just always forget like he, like knowing his life, like he never had confidence in himself. But then yeah. you watch him in his movies, I'm just like bullshit. <laughs> I, yeah, I mean, there's uh, that I talked about it when I watched um, uh, awful truth. Awful truth. They have a documentary with Cary Grant where they talk about he was so insecure about being a comedian. Yeah. And and that script they didn't write a script. It'd be his character would walk in the room and he'd have to say something and that director would make Cary Grant come up with what he was going to say, just like everybody else. Um, it's a really fascinating way to film make a film and, uh, and he's amazing in it. And I think, and they said that actually helped him get over his fear of being a comedian. Yeah. Kind of allowed him to be able to feel a little bit more relaxed. Yeah. Uh, speaking of hairy, handsome men, I, I got the Patriot in 4k. Oh, dude. So I already love this movie. Oh, dude, that chest hair. And in 4K, it is beautiful. So just it brightens the colors, and so you can see textures on their uniforms more. So the gold, you can see the little braid. It's, and I already love the movie, so it's awesome. It's pretty much everything you want an epic, historically inaccurate movie to be, where it's just about one dude basically taking on a whole army. Um, and... You know, it, I mean, there's some really great moments in it. I still always cry when he goes to the um, the uh, African-American camp and they're on the beach and his daughter's there. And he's like, just say one word for me. And she won't say anything. So he's like, OK, bye, Susan. And as he's walking away, she's like, don't go. I'll say anything you want me to say. I'm like, because uh, Mel Gibson's so great at that part. Um, and then when Heath Ledger dies, I think it also has one of the best lines ever in a movie where he says, I have long feared that my sins would come back to haunt me. 
And it's just great because it opens the movie with that. Um, and he kills British people with a tomahawk. Yeah. A- anybody else love the Patriot? Like, I love the Patriot. It's been in such a long time. <laughs> that was good. I fucking love the Patriot. Um, it's I the also... second best Roland Emmerich movie behind Godzilla. Uh, it is the first, it is the only Roland Emmerich <laughs> movie that's good to me. Uh, you're Stargate, wrong. Stargate. Anonymous. You're, you're wrong. Um, it's anonymous. But anyway. Uh, um, <laughs> I forgot. <laughs> I also uh, rewatched. I love Red Sparrow. I know nobody else does. No, it's bad. But uh, rewatching it is is really fun. <laughs> That's harsh. Um, yeah, it's his opinion. It's wrong, but it's his opinion. I didn't hate it. <laughs> uh, it. It's really fun to watch it if you already know kind of what's happening and kind of pick apart little things. I, I really like it. I think it's fun. I think fun's maybe the wrong word. It's really brutal. Um, <laughs> Oppressive. Uh, yeah. Uh, it's it's dark. Huh? It's it's really, I mean, it's a dark movie. So And it's two and a half hours, so make sure you settle down and watch it. Uh, but I really like it. And I after watching it, I still really enjoy the film. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we didn't talk about the, the poo trailer, which was amazing. <gasps> oh, uh, that's right. Uh, it was on there. Uh, I forgot. Uh, I cried. Yeah, I love the line where... Uh, uh, he says, I do nothing all day. What does he say? Um, uh, oh, shoot. It's something about we can do it because I do nothing all day anyways. Yeah. Something like that. It is amazing. It's and all the great. little animals in it are cute. Yeah. Um, I think Disney has another hit on their hands. Oh, <laughs> man. Oh, uh, God. I just love there's a moment in that where Tigger recreates the first time he ever appeared in cartoon form by facing off against his reflection. Yep. And he crashes a car in the process. <laughs> This they, movie's going to emotionally wreck me, gentlemen. And that Jim yeah. Cummings is still the voice of Tigger and Pooh is <gasps> great. Yeah. Good yeah, job. That, Good job, There's Disney. that moment in the trailer where, like, you almost think the movie is is over, and then you realize, like, oh, the first, like, 15 minutes of this movie are him escaping in into the woods and having fun with them for a minute and then leaving and going back, and then they're like... We have to go save him, and that's the plot of the movie, and that's that's the point at which emotionally I was just wrecked. Yeah. Like when when Pooh makes that statement about like I was hoping it would last longer, and then he's like, "We have to go save Christopher." I was like, "Oh shit!" Yep. And, oh god! And there's that scene in the flash. Uh, I'm assuming it's a flashback, obviously, where it's young Christopher Robin and Pooh at the bridge. Yeah. And I'm like, that's already like making me cry. I can only imagine what the end of this movie is going to do to my emotional yeah. like state of mind. Yeah. I'm going to be blubbering, being carried out with a straitjacket, guys. You watch. Yeah. Well, I was you'll see it by yourself. I was describing it to a friend. <laughs> I was describing it to a friend and was like, it's, it, it's Mary Poppins, but with poo. And I was like, <laughs> actually, that's pretty great. And also, I want to see it. Like, <sighs> uh, and the last thing I watched, I watched Jurassic Park in 4K with oh. my little guy. Yeah. Um, the 4K Jurassic Park looks good, but it's not one of the best I've seen. Um, but what what is amazing is um, the the CGI is still for a movie that's 25 years old. Yeah, it's so integrated so well into the movie that even in 4K it still looks amazing. Mm. And uh, my little boy loves Jurassic Park, so it's fun to watch it with him because yeah. he wants to be the T Rex and bite things and pick them up with his claws. Is it all four of them? Yeah. How does Sam Neill look in 4K? <laughs> Great. Good. That's what stopped me from Good. buying it. Was the, I picked it. I was like, oh, f- oh, it's the four of them. I just want the three. <laughs> I actually just want the one, I realize. Like, yeah. Well, I mean, the second one is great, too, but I don't know that I care about it in 4K. I mean, like, I don't know. I'll have to watch it. Um, yeah. I don't know. You guys are so hard on the fourth one. The fourth one's not that bad. It's pretty bad. It's yeah. not really. I'd rather watch three. I think that next one would be Alan. worse, actually. So. <laughs> yeah. We'll see. Alan. Well, I don't know. I actually, in the trailers for the new one, 
make me feel like it's just a silly monster movie. So I might go see the new one with the same mindset I went into Rampage with, in which case I might have a good time. You should. Yeah, yeah it's fun. And it, I just I just have to not be going in to see a Jurassic Park movie. No, they're fun. Like, uh, it, I mean, the first one is such a great movie. Perfect. It's, you know, it's two. I think it's a little over two hours. It goes by so fast because yeah. even, you know, when you see it, you always want the T-Rex to show up because the T-Rex scene is so amazing. And you're like, yo, that's pretty far in the movie. It's like an hour and 20 minutes into the movie. Yeah. But then at that point, it doesn't stop. But even then, yeah. I mean, I still enjoy. Um, I mean, one of I think one of the best deliveries of lines. I think Sam Neill delivers lines so well, you know, besides <laughs> this is not reality. <laughs> um, also in Jurassic Park, when him and Ellie are walking up the hill and she's like, when you get your own, he's like, they smell. Kids don't smell. Some of them smell. I just <laughs> baby love, smell. I just love how he says it, and that movie is so great. And yeah, um, I don't know how much it, when I pre-ordered on Amazon, they dropped it. It was like forty bucks for all four of them in four K. I think that's definitely <laughs> worth it. Plus, that movie starts with him psychologically ablu- abusing a twelve-year-old. Yeah. yeah, how's that scene in four K? <laughs> <laughs> it's great. Actually, that's the first scene in four K I noticed where um, there's some compression issues. So there's like a little halo around the kid's head. Oh, weird. So the 4K uh, scanner yeah, wonder, didn't know how to read that kid. <laughs> I wonder if with 4K stuff, there's actually like, I, I would love for somebody who really understands that film, you know, yeah. uh, process of like, is there a point at which you can't get a certain resolution out yeah, of and I think, film stuff? And, and you know? it's, I mean, it looks amazing. It's brighter. Um, the colors are are poppier, but it's it's kind of like uh, what movie also did I think. Like it, it, it was didn't look as sharp on 4K as I thought it was going to, and I think it has a lot to do with the lighting. But something like Jurassic Park is 25 years old, so I think yeah. there's only so much when you, you know, have that much resolution to it that it's going to have a little artifacts in it, yeah. which it doesn't distract from. It still no. looks great. I mean, there's some of the lighting effects. I mean, it's astounding. Yeah. Um, but like the Patriot is 19 years old. Yeah. Something like that. It looked amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, so I. I think it just shows how far things have come, but I mean, it's still. If they sold them separately, I would say if you just want Jurassic Park, it's worth it. But. Yeah, I think it's more to me. It's more a question as a consumer of like, you know, is there a certain point? Kind of like the thing with like Blu-rays and those weird movies in the eighties yeah. that were shot on video, sure. where you're like, oh, some of these things aren't actually worth it to get the up the yeah. upgraded version. You know, like is is to catch a thief, for example only ever going to look as good as it does on blu-ray i think so and never be better on 4k right you know because i don't know how much they can more they can bring out of it because exactly. again it's this the film stock i will yeah. say this though about jurassic park the 4k sound is phenomenal oh well, so yeah. i well, but it's kind of, it can't be a new a new is it a different sound mix yeah so it's like uh so when they move them to 4k they actually up this the sound <laughs> mix too huh so uh i have a sound bar and a subwoofer yeah and when T Rex roared, it shook like uh, my floor. Yeah. It was pretty awesome. My wife comes in, she says, "What are you guys watching? Jurassic Park?" Yeah. Uh, you should have said, "Honey, it's one of the most iconic sounds in film. Like you should already know." Yeah. Well, she was walking the dogs because she doesn't like to hang out with me. Oh, fair. <sighs> Just kidding. Um, <laughs> but she was walking the dogs. <laughs> neither do I. Move on. Yeah. It's fine. Fuck you too, James. <laughs> I'm going to go home and sleep with, with a bunch my of pills. Life. I'm going to take a Heath Ledger. <laughs> oh, fuck. Oh. Do you feel bad now? You should. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what I watched this week. Uh, we also talk about movies that are coming out on Blu-ray. Yes. 
this is what's coming out. Not much, but there is one movie I want to see. Annihilation is out this week on 4K. I know. I need to see that. That's there obviously the big, the big, big release, which I would definitely be picking up. Is that one to blind buy? Yes. Is oh, hell okay? yeah. Yeah, yeah. Here's what I'll tell you. Like, we were walking around. We went to the Botanical Gardens this week, and I, I saw Annihilation with Brooks, um, who, you know, likes some sci-fi stuff, but isn't into everything. You know, this was one where, like, she wanted to see it, and I was like, are you sure? And we were walking around, yeah, and she was, like, the time. she was like, oh, dude, that plant looks like that thing from Annihilation. And I was like, oh, my God, I love you. <laughs> like, uh, you just referenced it, you know. So, I yes, you'll love it. Cool. I, I mean, it is incredible and weird and, like, it's not a movie you're going to watch every year, but it's a movie you're going to watch at least once. And, you know, mm. um, and you should probably just go ahead and get the 4K because it's beautiful. Oh, yeah. And watch it, was... it at home with, with the kid in bed because otherwise. The, the colors are going to blow your fucking mind. <laughs> <laughs> Them colors. Um, speaking of which, we were having a conversation about TVs and stuff at uh, at lunch and your wife was there. And uh, I was getting uh, they were giving me a hard time because next week when we move, I'm really excited because I'm going to finally buy a 4K TV. Mm-hmm. Um, but Brooks is like, well, don't buy it now. Like, buy it after we move. Like, buy, move it just directly into the new apartment, you know. But I just am so anxious and, like, they've got good prices on them at Costco. Yeah. I just want to I just want to hold it. I don't even need to plug it in. Like, we just buy it, put it in my apartment. I'll just look at it. It'll be great. Um, but she was talking about how, like, you know, oh, well, the, the, that TV, it's so big and it's bright. It's just so bright. And I said, well, hey, Laura, I have the answer for you. Just give your husband permission to go ahead and go upgrade to an OLED TV because the blacks are more pure black and your TV won't be so dark. <laughs> um, so if you get home and she's like, honey, I want you to go buy an OLED TV. Thanks, James. I just want to make sure you know who's got your back. <laughs> <laughs> she always, when I got that 4K, she she's like watching. She's like, wow, is that necessary? <laughs> Isn't it? Isn't it necessary? Isn't it? <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I know. They're bright. They're awesome. But I got, yeah. you know, the Samsung Smart one. So mm-hmm. all I have to do is like, uh, when you hit power, you like move to what? Uh, so I can turn on my PlayStation it automatically turns it on and goes to the PlayStation One. Oh yeah, tells me what I'm playing. That's cool. It connects to the internet. Yeah, I think it's reading me. Read your thoughts. <laughs> yeah, it does. It like I, at the bottom bar. You have a Samsung, right? Hmm? Like at the bottom, it'll t- like it'll start recommending like shows. It's my, crazy. Not that smart. So you know, because I'm connect- my Xfinity is connected to it. Oh sure. So you know, Kellen likes Puppy Dog Pals, and I watch Sports Center and American Pickers, and eventually it'll stop. But like Puppy Dog Pals will show up in the Smart Bar, mm. in American Pickers and Sports Center. It's crazy. Crazy. That's yeah. cool. You're watching Friday the Thirteenth. It's like Hulu. Says, would yeah. you like to watch Puppy Pals? <laughs> <laughs> oh man. I uh, I was gonna go ahead and fork. You know buy like an $800 TV or something like that. That's just what I was, I was, you know, budgeting for. Well now like a, the regular, but lower end, like the TCLs that still have all yeah, the smart stuff anymore. in there are, are like $380. And I, but I was, you know, whatever, but it wasn't until Rafe came over and he was like, no dude, buy the TCL, save the money. Now you're going to replace it with an OLED, th- you know, four years from now when those get down to $400 anyway, like why, why go buy a $1,500 TV when you know you're going to swap it out. So that's what I'm doing. Oh, yeah, no, um, I mean... But I'm just so excited just for that the 4K bump. Yeah, well, my TV, I got a huge deal on because I got it... When did I... I forget when I, why I bought... When I got it, but I got an email. If you use your Best Buy card, um, you'd get an additional 30% off, and the Samsung TVs were already marked down 25% that week. So my TV was like 1400 regularly, I got it for five sixty five because oh, I use my Best Buy card. Holy shit! 
but it's really good. Yeah, I don't something like that. I forget the exact like parameters of how you had to do it, but you had to do it specifically and a specific model of it, which is fine. I mean, I didn't care what model it was, but well, I did. But yeah, it just had to be HDR is what I really wanted. Yeah. Um, um, Criterion I, is putting out the Midnight or is putting out Midnight Cowboy this week. Um, so you can check that out. Yeah. Uh, ah, shit. I just closed one. Wait, wait. One of my first projects in college <laughs> was, uh, design like an interface of the future. And so mm-hmm. I designed like a television. So it would, you would be watching a program and on the side it had like a credit card scanner. So it would like highlight things from the show and then you could buy them as you were watching it. Oh, that's cool. And I was kind of laughed at. And who's laughing now? Yeah. <laughs> who's laughing now? <laughs> who's laughing now? Uh, I think it's one of my most favorite scenes from Mr. Evil Hank, Dead This will never work. <laughs> I think it, it's the guy who stole your idea and made a lot of money on it. That's the guy who's laughing. Uh, I went to school with that guy. Motherfucker. <laughs> 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 from Vinegar Syndrome this week is Sweet Sweetback's Badass Song. Sweet Seymour's Badass. No, no, wait, no, no. Sweet Sweetback's badass song. Yeah, that's right. I can fucking read. Okay, there you go. No, I, was just I even said it right I'm, because I'm thinking there's... of the Simpsons episode. No, ba- no. Badass has three A's and five S's in it. Yeah. Um, it's a, it's a th- any... groundbreaking film in in the se- late sixties, early seventies. Yeah, nineteen seventy one. Uh, it's it's got Sweet Sweetback in it. Anyway, um. <laughs> Bloodsuckers from Outer Space is out from Vinegar Syndrome this week. Why is that important, Brad? I don't know. Our friend Richard Taylor did a special feature on that. Oh, did he? Yeah. Oh, wow. Cool. Yeah, it's like uh, uh, how to make gore cheap. Oh, cool. Uh, The cover's pretty good. It's got a guy handing a hand to someone. Not his hand, but like... Oh, no, I think it is his hand. It's his own severed hand, and he's handing it to somebody. And then this other dude has a chainsaw. Uh, if you go to Blu-ray.com, they do review that special feature, and they say it's funny, but they try too hard to be funny. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> but they say it's still fascinating. It's a really... Uh, so it's like... Uh, it's called the Oreo. They say a good thing, then a bad thing, then a good thing. Oh, okay. So they, they should be proud, though. It's four and a half minutes, and it's on a major release. Uh, also from Vinegar Syndrome, I just love this title. Her name was Lisa. Explosive depravity. Awesome. Oh, shit. <laughs> uh, yes. That cover is awesome. It has to be like some softcore porn. It's from, from Flick. Some dude named Flick says it's explosive depravity. <laughs> uh, dude, Vanessa Del Rio or it's is a magazine, sexy. I guess. It's got Samantha yep. Fox in it. She's pretty much a wild dame. Uh, yeah, anyway, I, I think this is just a, a, a movie of ladies in lingerie. So it's Good for them. Uh, oh, Ryan, are you ordered? Oh, okay. No. Uh, um, Fist of the North Star Which is like an anime from 1986 With this big ass dude uh, And one one of his fists Has got a black glove And one's got a white glove If I can remember correctly He can punch people in the head And their heads explode What? Yeah Oh oh yeah I think you're right Because the tagline is He'll blow your mind So if you're thinking about Picking up uh, Her name was Lisa the Blu-ray.com gave it two and a half out of five stars. Oh, no. But gave the video four and a half out of five stars. So they did a great job. And <laughs> it's uh, only graphic bar is under erotic. So. <laughs> erotic. <laughs> uh, all right. I, I have to read. I'm sorry. I have to read this. I just want to know. Uh, okay. Her name was Lisa. Here's the synopsis. Shown in flashbacks. Always a good sign. 
shown in flashbacks by those who now show remorse at her at her funeral. I'm reading this as it's written. A photographer invites a prostitute to pose for him. They sleep once and he retreat. They sleep once <laughs> and he re- and he treats her fair. But both his publisher and a stranger woman called Carmen lead to her degradation and untimely demise. This sounds like a terrible version of 13 Reasons Why Season 3. Oh, my gosh. That that was a... Oh, shit. I, I swear I just had a stroke. So it's, it's, <laughs> it's written and directed by a guy named Roger Watkins, but at a glance, I thought it was written by Roger Deakins, and I was going <laughs> to die. <laughs> so, uh, overall, though, Bloodsuckers from Outer Space, four and a half out of five stars. Yeah, that's pretty good. Um, and this is what they said. It's called Bloody Arm Rip 101. It's a short special effects tutorial from the folks at BizJack Flemco Productions, Richard Taylor and Zach Vins, uh, who walk viewers through the process of creating fake blood on a budget and pulling off gr- a gruesome visual. The pair try a little too hard to be wacky, but the behind-the-scenes information is fascinating. Cool. There you go. So there you go. Nicely done. People we know are on Blu-ray. Good job, guys. Shout out. Uh, Zombie 4, After Death, is out from Severin. Sweet. As well as Zombie 3. Before Death. No subtitle. <laughs> During um, Death. <laughs> it's the Richard Linklater. <laughs> yeah. 20 years in the making. Yeah. His zombie trilogy. His covers are pretty good. They're kind of cool. And then very last thing I have here, also from Severin, but with a much cooler title, Shocking Dark. Also called Terminator 2 in certain regions. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, That cover's awesome. Yeah, there's some kind of like giant monster thing that's caught up in a weird green wave. And then there's these uh, there's these dudes with masks and helmets. It looks like a tornado snake. Oh, that's awesome. It does kind of look, yeah. It's weird. Snake, looks though. like uh, Cthulhu. Yeah. <laughs> like with bigger eyes. <laughs> yes. Uh, but no, seriously, here, look at this. Let me close this thing and you'll see. Shocking Dark, Blu-ray, Terminator 2. Hmm. Well, or at the Alamo. That I, it, might, it might be Terminator 11. It's difficult to read <laughs> Roman numerals. Uh, you saw this? Yeah. No shit. I mean, it, it was it, aver- it was advertised more as Terminator Two than the Shocking Dark Dark Pop. That explains oh, why the right. subtitle. Yes, I remember them doing ads for that. Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness! You said it was awful. Yeah. Oh, I bet it's awful. It looks awful. Mm-hmm. It's. I barely remember any of it, but <laughs> uh, I was always like, "Why is the Shocking Dark part of the title?" And now it's because it's the actual title, and they <laughs> just threw the Terminator Two on it. Mm-hmm. Right, yeah. Well, it's yeah. probably whatever fi- whatever region that film was actually made in. It's called Terminator Two. Actually, if I remember correctly, the movie is more like Aliens. Hmm. Oh, weird. Um, and yeah, it has the Terminator Two right. name. Like, we're um, just gonna rip off James Cameron. In a polluted future, Venice researchers worked. <laughs> so it's an Italian movie. <laughs> researchers work to improve the situation. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, guys, we need to improve this. <laughs> Sorry, I had to read that it's sentence again. It's not quite good enough. In a polluted... What? The situation. <laughs> yeah, this, this, this Venice situation. Uh, okay. There's canals everywhere. <laughs> In a polluted future Venice, researchers work to improve the... The garbage su- make, is making them rise. <laughs> uh, one day, unknown forces start killing them. The researchers... 
or the situations. Uh, a team of soldiers and a couple of civilians is sent to investigate. Soon, they encounter strange, murderous creatures. Hey, who are you guys? A couple of civilians. Yeah. <laughs> what are you doing about the situation? Nothing. No. We're leaving it to you researchers. Yeah. Sure, if we don't drag our feet, I hope that we find these murderous monsters soon. <laughs> Real Nerds presents the Venice situation. <laughs> I should do a dramatic reading of Shocking Dark, but without a We script. need to get the guy who's canal smart. <laughs> <laughs> ah, is that Italian Venice humor? That was good. Oh, no shortage of Venice jokes. Trying to pitch this. Is this a, a sequel to the Italian job? It could be. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. How did you guys know that the water is rising? The Tower of Pisa is almost straight. <laughs> I got it, so many Italian jokes. <laughs> anyway. Uh, the water gets up to a certain uh, level. Mamma mia. So long story short, you should buy Annihilation on 4K. That's yes. Say. Uh, it'll be great. This week on Real Nerds, we saw Solo. But actually, before, before we that. do that, <laughs> we actually have Henry called in. Here's Henry's art house asshole, art house asshole for the week. What's up, nerds? It's Henry giving you an update on White Coats, actually. Uh, this week I reviewed Five Deadly Venoms, which is an old 1974 uh, Kung Fu film from the Shaw Brothers and uh, Cheng Che, if uh, there are any Kung Fu uh, fans in the audience. Uh, it was okay. It's really not a Kung Fu film. It's really more of a courtroom drama that's also a th political thriller, I guess. Uh, I mean, there are Kung Fu fight scenes, but it's nothing really special. Uh, but yeah, I mean, if you're interested in that, I would definitely check it out. Uh, if you're in New York, uh, the uh, New York Asian Film Festival is happening soon, uh, and you could probably check out a lot more of that kind of stuff soon. So, uh, But yeah, uh, that's what I would say I saw this week. Uh, I hope you guys like Solo. I checked it out. I actually was kind of a fan of it. Uh, but anyway, yeah, I, uh, I'll talk to you guys later. Bye. What an asshole. <laughs> that guy needs to get me a new uh, uh, intro because I don't have the one you recorded years ago. So we just last last time you did it, we just rolled into uh, well, it's a white right. coats one, so it's not really an art house asshole. Oh, that's true. So either way, I need an intro, guys. He's an asshole from New York, and assholes in your butt. <laughs> Has anyone else seen Five <laughs> Deadly Venoms? Wait, your asshole's um, in your... Oh, well, okay. Yeah, right, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. No, but it's like one of those like ones that you see like in a poster gallery of like exploitation or kung fu films. So. It's probably on the wall at the Alamo. Yeah. Huh. Cool. Well, good job, Henry. Yep. Keep watching that shit. Yep, so we don't have to. <laughs> and I'm talking about the independent films. The White Coats <laughs> ones sound fun, though. Yeah, that's true. Except the except the orgy on the moon one that he first did in that first article. That was great. <laughs> I'm hoping he watches Her Name Was Lisa. <laughs> Someone get it to him for Christmas. When's it, yeah, when's his birthday? <laughs> November. Oh. This week on Real Nerds Podcast, we saw Solo, a Star Wars story. Brad, should people take flight on the Millennium Falcon? Well, I mean, that's a different question. <laughs> should people go see Solo? Um, I'm trying to be dramatic about it. <laughs> Yes, it's a lot of fun. <laughs> that was dramatic. Just a long pause in. Yes. yes. Uh, no, I, I. It's 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 kind of a bummer to hear uh, like everyone treating it like it's like a failure already. Um, but considering what they went through to get it 
to the market on time and um you know it's not as epic as the other star wars movies that have come out but i for what they had to pull together so quickly like i was pleasantly like i it was fun like a lot of fun so james uh yeah i would agree um, i mean this is a movie that like when people have asked me about it i i do give them the caveat of like i've I've I don't know that I've ever heard of a movie with so troubled a production, especially at this size. And for the movie to come out, I think as good as it is, is really amazing. Um, I mean, we'll talk about it later. I would say that there's there's a few things to me. The movie kind of feels like three episodes of a TV show. Um, like it, it's a little bit disjointed, and in the end, it, it it's a little bit less than the sum of its parts. There's just some emotional things that I don't think quite land. But like that, these are this is ten percent. Like, this is not me slamming the movie. I think it's a heck of a lot of fun. Um, it, it's only that I wish I wish that it was a little bit more than what it is. Um, but I think it's a whole lot of fun. I think it, I think it's definitely something people should see. Um, and, the, and the criticisms I have against it are, are things that you get from a lot of movies. There's a lot of things where, you know, something comes out and it just doesn't, it doesn't quite hit, at least, or at least doesn't quite hit me in the way that it wants to. Um, so I think it's, I think it's wonderful. I, I think it's a really fun film and I like all the actors and I think they did a good job and the, um, yeah, there's, there's a couple little things that bug me, but we'll talk about it and then it's fun to sort of speculate about where it goes next. So yeah, people should check it out. Zach. Um, yeah. Um, I, I don't have a lot of problems with this film cause all I expected from a Han Solo spinoff prequel thing was just to have a fun space adventure and that's what I got. Um, what 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 made me like most happy I guess about this is like I took my folks to see this and they had no interest in seeing Last Jedi at all, but they wanted to see this because they heard Ron Howard directed it and they walked out having a lot of fun with it. Like they enjoyed Good. the Chewbacca stuff. They loved Donald Glover, um, and that's like mm-hmm. usually like the best I can say for movies. Like if my folks enjoyed it, like <laughs> then I somehow kind of enjoyed it too. Um, I only have one problem with the film, and I'm sure we're going to talk about it in spoilers. So. <laughs> uh, I'm in the same boat. I think everybody, you know, this movie's really fun. Um, I think it, it captures the spirit very well. I think it. I think it needed to not be epic. I think they needed to scale it down, and they yeah. did. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, it's. I. It's not. Like I love Last Jedi, and I really like this movie, and that's what I can say about it. Is um, I really liked it. Uh, I do have very very small quibbles with it mm. nothing big i think uh, i think it's better than rogue one and i think it 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 executes one. <laughs> it's what it executes what i want from offshoot films way more than rogue one you know uh, i i i kind of like rogue one more but um That's but, fine. but yeah, yeah but this one is fun and it, what i wanted out of it is i wanted to see kind of like the underbelly i want to see the scoundrels mm-hmm. and yeah donald glover is amazing i think his um yeah his cadence is so spot on that it's kind of scary and uh, he has actually one of my favorite line in the whole movie, and I'll talk about it later. He's um, but he's it's great, and I, I think yeah, if you have any interest, and you don't have interest in Star Wars, because I think if you just like adventure films, I think you'd have fun with it. Yeah. If you like the Star Trek movies, this is along yeah. the same lines. Yeah, you know, Here, uh, here's a trailer for the Solo. new ones. The new ones. You're after something. Is it revenge? Money? Or is it something else? 
look good. A little rough around the edges, but good. Heard about a job. Big shot gangster putting together crew. I'm a driver. And I'm a flyer. I waited a long time for a shot like this. What do you think? Well, what do you know? You got a line on a ship? Yeah, I know a guy. He's the best smuggler around. I heard a story about you. I was wondering if it's true. Everything you've heard about me is true. Whoa! <laughs> L3! Let go of the mean man's face. Who are these guys? If you come with us, you're in this life for good. You might want to buckle up, baby. Some advice. We assume everyone will betray you, and you will never be disappointed. I got a really good feeling about this. Since when do you know how to fly? 190 years old? You look great. Push it. Okay, can we talk about the reveal? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> really quickly, though, like, like uh, every review that I've read has said, like, Glover, 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 which I love Donald Glover. But I got to give props to Alden Ehrenreich for, like, stepping up to the mantle big time because <coughs> that that seemed like an impossibly daunting task, at least within, like, the whole fan community. And I think he did not only fine, like, did great. Yeah, he was good. It, it did take me a little bit. <laughs> sure. Uh, just a little bit. It took me, like, one or two scenes. Because I had to settle in and said, oh, this isn't Harrison Ford. Yeah. This is a young... It can't be Harrison Ford. Yeah, it, it yeah. can't and, be. And it, <laughs> you know? it's, it's physically impossible at this yeah. point. I, I think it kind of had... George, I, I let me go. <laughs> I kind of tricked my head in that, like, I think he does a great performance if you tell yourself that Harrison Ford's version is the grizzled... Yeah, the veteran. Yeah. Veteran version yeah. of this character, right? Yeah. Where this is this is a it's there's a little bit of Chris I, Pratt fun in there. Yeah, and I think but they, the the mannerisms are si- I, are similar. Oh yeah, and I think that's why it just took me a little bit cuz eventually I got that he isn't grizzled yet. He's right. still, you know, starry-eyed and kind of what the movie is about. He's not jaded. He hasn't led, led a he jaded life yet. He isn't right? jaded and he doesn't learn that and no. Till the end he, uh, it yeah, and he gets taught a lesson. I That's would, what bums me out a lot about this movie is a lot of people are already like going to write it off because it's not Harrison Ford. And I think that's like why the box office hurts is because, you know, um, these diehard Star Wars fanboys are just like. I, I think there's a couple factors actually in the box office. One, I think the competition right now is really big. True. Because, I mean, you, you in this May, you have all probably three biggest movies of the summer, right? Yeah. And within a month Maybe. of each other. They should have released at Christmas. Maybe Solo yep. will have legs, though. It in, might. In the week summer. Yeah. Well, yeah, because, I mean, next week there's really nothing. But then, you're, I mean, you're going to fall under the... And then, too, I think there is some backlash from The Last Jedi. Yeah. Where I, I, I loved The Last Jedi, but not everybody did. And I forgot to tell you, when I went to... I saw it at Red Rocks a couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Like, it was... I, I figured it would be a crowd that would just be, like, watching it. But, no, everyone, like, chimed in with, like, the heroic parts. Like, when Ray and Ren... Like start fighting together in the in the start the 
what the fuck is the Star Destroyer called? Uh, the Snoke ship? Yeah, the Snoke's, yeah. like, kingship, whatever. Yeah. Like, this, like, great cheering. Like, everyone was into it. It was cool. yeah. It was amazing. Yeah. You know, those are good human beings who yeah. pay attention. Yeah. And, and so, yeah, so I think there's that. I'd say yeah. more so of the... I, I, we talked about this last year. Eventually, a movie's going to get lost, no matter how good it is. <laughs> yeah. When you put... Infinity War, which everyone knew was going to be big, and then you put Deadpool, everyone knew was going to be big, and then you followed Deadpool immediately with Solo, and also made a hundred million dollars. I mean, <laughs> right? It's all relative. Yeah. To I would say that Jedi, Last Jedi, or No Last Jedi. Like I think it's also that it's only been six months. Yeah, I agree. And so you know, people are used to since it's new to have Star Wars back. People are used to one a year. To then ramp it up, you know, Marvel gets away with it because they've put out a lot of movies and every movie feels a little different. Yeah. And, uh, and the only so reason, too, is because now movies are so planned that Disney is focusing everything on Mary Poppins this year. For the for winter. For, for winter. So yeah. that's why this was moved. Oh, yeah. I guess you're right. They're not they're not that different. I, um, but anyway, Solo, the story of Solo as a story was pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. I enjoyed it. My favorite part was. It's a good transition, Zach. <laughs> what the hell was that, Zach? <laughs> trying to get away from the. My favorite part that like tugged at my heartstrings was when they revealed how Han and, and Chewie met. That's oh, yeah. amazing. Which oh, yeah. is a brilliant way to introduce. Yeah, those yeah. Two that scene is together. awesome. Yeah. yeah, and their relationship through the movie, like, is one of the strongest parts of the film. Yeah, absolutely. I, I would say that like there's there's sort of two emotional arcs to the film, and one of them to me is is that one. I think it works great. The other one, which. The fact that this movie is about getting Han to shoot first <laughs> yeah. is fucking brilliant. Yeah. Agreed. And I just wish that that arc felt fleshed out better. Because yeah. when that moment happens, I wish I cried. Or I, I wish I was moved. And I kind of wasn't. I, I think it's because the... It happens all within a second. Well, well it should. It's, it's more that the, 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 the things about that character that build that part are given to me in exposition... Um, not too far before that happens, right? So you have the scene where she says to him, like... Spoilers. No, yeah, 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 yeah. We're getting into the spoilery parts, right? Sorry, thank you, Ryan. Um, uh, she has that scene where she says to him, like, you, you're you actually the good guy. Like, you want to you want to not be, but you're actually the good guy. I love that part. And I feel like that's, that motif yeah. doesn't work through the whole film really well. And so that turn for him of, like, no... The universe is a shitty place, and I think it's partially because I think it's partially because he hasn't quite had that moment where he realizes it yet. Because it's really when she leaves, right? Like he hasn't actually been that betrayed. He's just outsmarting people, and so to me, the realization, and I, I think this is also one of the things the movie kind of flubs. Like I think we actually need the scene where she straight betrays him, and, mm. and I say that because. As an audience member, we're never really told anything about her. And I think the story, and I have to only assume because they don't tell me, I think the story here is that at the beginning, she's using him there to get off the planet. And I don't think he ever really learns that lesson. And that the moment where he turns on him and says, no, I'm going to be the guy who shoots first because the universe is actually a shitty place that's going to take advantage of me. And I don't, my, my instinct is to be the good guy, but I have to fight against that which is who Han Solo is. Mm-hmm. I don't think that quite like it, like the notes all play out of order a uh, little bit. Yeah, I, um, I, I, I agree with that a little bit. You know, I, my audience was really into it though. Uh, when Chewbacca and um, Kira switched, 
my mm-hmm. audience went erupted and yeah. they thought it was and it was really cool because is they were in harmony right away um and th- that part when he shot first yeah. people clapped in my audience oh yeah because like, it, it's in a way too it's spitting in the face of george lucas oh, saying yeah. you ruined episode four we're gonna take it back oh yeah we're gonna take back because you're right han solo is fighting against everything to be good and we we know he's good right and even in the original trilogy he he's fighting that urge to be the good guy and that's yeah. why i love that line with kira um he has a hard time being selfish which is it it which well, he does now. He does. Yeah, when, he does when you now, get yeah. when you get introduced to, to him in the New Hope. Yeah, like, no, no, he has no problem being right. there. No. What George Lucas is doing there is supposed to be like, oh, our heroes are getting in with this scoundrel. Like, what's going to happen here? Are they going to get in trouble? Is this guy going to betray them? And, I, and then, of course, that's his arc. But I is, guess I read it differently after he shoots first. Of like, not like, I feel like it has to have happened before Kira leaves because. He thinks that he might be making the right move just so he doesn't get betrayed further and that nothing interferes with him and Kira. And then when Kira leaves, it kind of solidifies it. But there's no moment sure. really with Han reflecting on it too much. Not mm. not in dialogue, but just like in terms of a look, really. It's really a wide shot. Yeah. Um, and like my biggest issue with the film, as much as I would hate to say this, because I like the character of Kira um, like as she is portrayed throughout, except for the fact... <coughs> her whole motivation is built up to a big old reveal. Like, I don't like, I don't really get, I get why she's there to a, to a point, but I think that she is just, it should have just been her. Like maybe have, um, Paul Bettany's character live and her get die at the end and then have her death mean something different or something. I don't know. No, Cause I, I think her, her betraying him, and, and really having this realization that, like, no, this is really the CD underbelly, and she, she's really just after power. Like, the reveal, I have issues with the reveal, but not because of necessarily, it, it's more because I, I think it undermines that character moment. Um, yeah. The idea of, oh, she betrays him because she's really after power, and sure, she's got a weak spot, but that's what she wants and how she thinks she has to get ahead. See, but um, and I would have liked that, but then you throw in, can we see, just say it now? No, I said yeah. I I'll, so before I actually read it differently after I saw the betrayal. As I read it, she was using him the whole time because yeah. she tried to tell him multiple times, "I'm oh, not the person you like." I agree. I've done horrible things, and when you have the reveal of Darth Maul, it's um, <laughs> what was that? Is the drums? Um, <laughs> it, it, Somebody at it, the door. It, it fits into her arc of just betraying him because yeah. she told him. Don't trust me. Yeah, yeah. Don't. I'm not. I'm not this. Well, you know. This, so does Tobias, right? Yeah. Like that's part of what he listens to her, but he doesn't listen. Or he listens to him, but he doesn't listen to her. He's and, Do you know yeah. I had to like read about his reveal like in, in articles later? Like I, I watched the movie, but the whole Crimson Order was it? Called? Oh, yeah. Like Crimson. Dawn. I just thought it was. Oh yeah, Crimson Dawn. I was like, oh, Darth Maul's in this movie, but then I realized like later reading articles, like oh, he's the leader of Crimson Dawn. Like that's why there's a Crimson Dawn. Yeah. God damn it. <laughs> Oh yeah. I, I mean, yeah, I don't know. Like, I mean, actually, I like, I I can see it from Ryan's point of view then now, because like, yeah. yeah, she does keep warning him throughout the entire thing. Absolutely. 
But I also like I don't know. Like I guess but I think I think she warns him because she does have a soft spot for him. Mm-hmm. Um, but mm-hmm. I more I more mean that from his character, yeah, from his point of view, he has to get betrayed by her. Yeah, and that's a thing he doesn't see coming, even though she tells it to him. Yeah, right. right. That's all. That's my yeah. No, no I agree. I, my, I do agree with that. My I, issue with the Darth Maul reveal is not Darth Maul. My issue with the Darth Maul reveal is how over the top and obvious it is. Like. Why does he turn on his lightsaber just to remind us that he has two a two sided lightsaber and that it's new? Like, why doesn't he? Why can't he just be sitting there and like? And you're like, oh, he, oh, cool. he deals in absolute. I don't know yeah. if you know that's what Sith do. I guess crazy to think, <laughs> but the last time probably most audiences saw that character was 20 years ago. Yeah, yeah that's uh, so uh, that is fair. Uh, well, I I'll tell you, I did have to explain to a dad and his son the timeline. Yeah. They thought it took place before the the prequels. Yeah. I said no, it actually takes place after, um, because in in Star Wars canon, because they 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 gave you hints throughout these these productions that the Rebels is canon. Yeah, and so I already knew that Darth Maul comes back. Yeah, I, I'm just glad yeah. he doesn't have crazy spider legs. Yeah, you know. Though that was, I think that was a Clone Wars thing. I don't think that was Rebels, yeah. was it? No, yeah, but I'm just saying. No, I think so. it was Clone Wars that yeah, he's in. I, I read in Clone Either Wars way. he. Yeah, like he gets rid of the spider legs and gets rid of the legs even in the show. Oh, I don't Because yeah. somebody woke up and was like, "Hey guys, this is weird." But I, I mean, it didn't like the the reveal. Like, I don't have a problem with it other than the I'm fact surprised. that I, I, yeah, I'm oh yeah, I was, yeah, I was just yeah, like, I'm, I'm actually, I love, I, I think it's actually a really good idea, and that. So, moving into what I want, which is. I don't want Kira in any more solo movies. I want Kira and Darth Maul in a Boba Fett movie. I like, agree. That's, and then I want Boba Fett to have nothing to do with Han Solo. Like, because I don't want you to really screw up the future versions of those characters. I just want you to go have some cool romps with, you know, or they could run into each other, but not like, you know, just so he knows who Boba Fett is. Because right. he does when we well, meet it him makes in, it in Ep- I think Empire. Kira, what her, I think it'd be interesting to see what she actually is. She obviously can fight. Yeah. Is she an apprentice for uh, Maul? I mean, I don't know. I oh, she her, was because she's taught that fighting style. Yeah. T- yeah. Terracasi, which I was reminded was the one of the PlayStation, um, the uh, Masters of Terracasi. That's right. Games. Ah, you, that's a oh, deep cut. That is a deep cut. That is a fighting Man. game from PlayStation One. That Whoever is a did, deep wrote cut. the script did their homework. It was Jake and Lawrence Kasdan. Yeah, uh, yep. but uh, uh, Jonathan or Jonathan Kasdan. Yeah. I thought it was Jake. Uh, who also directed Jumanji Two. Oops, we fell into a jungle. Um, mm-hmm. So, but uh, but I was gonna say though, really quick on this is like so like with Darth Maul, it made me realize that like st- Kathleen Kennedy and just the whole Star Wars team in general must have a really tough job because. They've got two different types of Star Wars fans to deal with now. Right. They've got the, oh, the us who have very specific fond memories of Star Wars mm-hmm. and people who are between Kellen's age up to about 18. Right. People who, who have different who versions it, yeah. of Star Wars in their heads. Well, and I would argue there's a, and, there's and, a third batch of people who are, are like Rebels fans and, and super into the other the other um, extended universe extended stuff, universe, right? Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, so that's why I like... When when the reveal happens, I didn't like I didn't like throw my arms up and go, oh fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> no, I thought it was awesome because yeah, I, 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 actually, think, I think, I think cool. they took the best character from. Yeah, the he's, the, he's the best villain of the prequels. Although yeah. I will say, Ray Park, Ray Park looks older. <laughs> well, but he should. <laughs> I, I, know I mean, he that's should. what's kind of exciting. But about it felt it. weird for a minute. It, it's only that I think he has too much dialogue, and his, his voice and, is dubbed again. He has too much dialogue, and he does this weird like I'm gonna turn on my lightsaber and slow like. Like, it's more the way it's edited than anything else. Like, it just takes its time to be like, hey, 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 
do, yeah. do you feel shocked yet? <laughs> you know? And I'm like, no, I get it. Like, move on. Because what I would say is, you know, the, the people who don't, because you're right, it's been 20 years. If you remind them, they're still not going to give a shit. Like, it, it's only, you're only getting it from the people who remember Darth Maul and are excited. The people who don't remember Darth Maul are just going to be like, oh, it's a bad guy who looks fucking evil as shit. Like, is it doesn't that the, matter. Is, is that the insidious guy? <laughs> right, right. That's what I thought it was at first yeah. until the camera moved <laughs> to the right. You know, we haven't even talked about, like, Lando in it, where yeah. he's, like, oh, he's, so good. he's the coolest motherfucker in the planet. And I like Social Justice Droid. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. L3 is pretty good. No, I, uh, yeah. My favorite line in the calling. whole movie is when there's a fire in the Millennium Falcon, and uh, Kira uses... He's like, no, my cape. Yeah. <laughs> it's a limited edition. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they they pull off some like almost slapsticky jokes yeah. in there, like when they're making out in his cape room and he's got too many of them. <laughs> yeah, and like you know, and I would say that this movie does a really great job. It's got a whole lot of nods to different things that I think it generally pulls off well. Yeah. Like there's so many references to other to other films. Um, even down to things like him saying Han, and then then it's actually kind of cool because then you kind of you go like, oh, does he call him Han knowing he's saying it wrong? Like, <laughs> yeah. did you just like almost fix like retroactively fix those old films? <laughs> Billy D. Williams, Billy D. Williams, uh, not but, but, giving a shit. Uh, Donald Glover is so good. Like he's he, so good. I can hear like a young Billy D. Williams. Yeah, because how he says things, his <sighs> how he stands is pretty amazing it's gross how talented yeah. is that L- l3 had a great line after he she uh, she frees one of the droids that is up at the station he's like you're free now what i don't know go go free your brothers and sisters yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. um oh. go free your people <laughs> the, the wookies that chewbacca rescues in the mine are those his family and he, and he abandons them again or are they just no, other wookies just that, other wookies well okay. yeah i think they're they're probably part of his tribe because some people you are know, saying that, that ambiguity they were the wookies from the christmas special they, oh, they got they got they got to get word back to itchy and mala about where <laughs> Chewie is <laughs> i mean i i would doubt that they went that far you know they, i think i think they're supposed to just be other wookies that are certainly a, like Maybe like they're clearly Wookiees he knows because like, when he says goodbye, it's a, it's an impassioned goodbye. And they um, beg him to come with him. Yeah, they yeah. want him to come with him, but he's kind of like, well, I'm gonna stick with this guy because some shit might happen. And that guy is the guy he uh, stays with is Anthony Daniels. So he's been now in all the Star Wars movies. Oh wow! Because they could they didn't put three PO in there. They could. Uh, he wouldn't fit in this. At yeah, all. it wouldn't have worked. Hmm. But they oh, got no, Anthony course. Daniels in there, so he's like the the Stan Lee of Star Wars. Well, also uh, Warwick Davis. Yeah, is Warwick in all Davis Star is in it. Yeah, too. fucking just face out Warwick Davis. Like, yeah. no, Warwick guys, Davis I'm going to be in this movie. And what? Is Warwick Davis in a new hope? No, no, he was no? in Return of the Jedi. No, no, yeah, he's not. I know that, but he said they were in all. Yeah, no, no, Anthony Daniels. He's he's in all of them. He's in all of them since he was old enough to be in films. Yeah, because was he even born when the first one came out? Because he's like 11 for Return. Probably not. I yeah, know. I mean, he would have been an infant when the when yeah. the first one came. But it's cool seeing him. Yeah. And he had like speaking lines. And right. I was. I was just. I was I so like excited that we got to like see him. You know, He's like he actor. wasn't. He wasn't just like in a helmet. Yeah. You know. I'd love to know if the opening scene was originally like uh, it was reshot or anything because, well, like one of the major reshoots because the the opening reminded me of some early like and some of the fun Ron Howard films like like just some of the car mm-hmm. films he made with Roger Corman. Like I know that's just kind of like a like a deep 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 dive, but like it like it it, it revved me up. It got me into the zone of this story. Yeah, in yeah. a way that like I wasn't sure how I was gonna feel about it. like those opening titles. 
when it says long time ago in a galaxy far, far away, and then it kind of plays with it a little bit, and then yeah. it's just, just a full-on car chase. I was like, that's, that's cool. I'm in. It made that, me... Oh, sorry, go ahead. Uh, I was, was going to point out some other things I liked. I liked uh, the score, taking cues from yes. uh, A New Hope's Han. The Imperial March was yeah. how it yeah. was used. Moments. Um, the... <laughs> Everyone was making a big deal about how the Millennium Falcon didn't look like it was supposed to look like. So good. And they answered that when it's crashed on uh, whatever the planet is. And Stay away from yeah. the ship. Yeah. And that whole section that's like the biggest, uh, I guess, eyesore for people is an escape pod that they use for the Kessel Run, which yeah. the Kessel Run was great. Oh, yeah. yeah. Explaining yeah. that. And, yeah. Yeah, um, they they had the Kraken from the remake of Clash of the Titans. Yeah. Well, even, uh, uh, even Han says that uh, about how he did it in 12... <laughs> and, uh, oh, and the yeah. he's, like, he's like, well, if you round down, yeah, if you round down, <laughs> it's great. Yeah, it was really good. Yeah, um, yeah. I, I, I also love that he can speak Wookie. Like they, they kind of they yes. bridge this gap that has bothered me for years. I was kind of okay with that. Yeah, um, I loved it. There were some good moments there. Um, I speak a little. I liked. I I actually liked the weird vampire monsters at the beginning of the movie, and it uh, made yeah. it made me wonder if. The Ooh, that, in, in yeah. Return of the Jedi, when when she's dressed up in the, when Leia's dressed up, if she's supposed to be like that kind of a creature or something like, because I always made me wonder like, what? Why are there some aliens that are just in helmets and stuff? You know, um, it just reminded me of it. I don't oh. think it's, it matters. I just thought it was cool. And that slug puppet was pretty fucking cool. The slug was cool. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I liked it. Yeah, good good um, job, Richie Cunningham. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got this movie done. Uh, what the Fonz approves. Hey, I love space. It looked really good when the when they crashed the Falcon on that on that landing pad. I was like, oh man, it looks so good. Uh, I yeah. want. I, I I'm gonna get. I'm gonna get back in that ship. I'm gonna wait for my money, and I'm gonna get out of here. And then he, <laughs> and then he just leaves. He just leaves. That scene was great. That was. Oh yeah, and he, he's trying to do that bluff like just yeah. before that. Le- oh god. Yeah. That's what. That's what made me think he's pulling off. The Han Solo character, he doesn't have to do a Harrison Ford. No, yeah, yeah, you just. I think you need the mannerisms and yeah, uh, just that you just have to have the swagger. I guess the swagger yeah. is yeah. what I'm looking for. Yeah. yeah, and he does it. Yeah, absolutely. Who knew it? Ob from from Hail Caesar. <laughs> I think the, the and the whole subplot of him gambling the uh, with with Lando, I think, is really good, mm-hmm. especially because like there's a couple of moments between him and Lando that actually like add some weight to some of the stuff in empire that I think mm-hmm. is really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I also dug that, you know, the trailers made it seem like there was this villain in a mask and it turned out to oh, also yeah. be heroes. Yeah. And yeah. It also just a kid taking on the mantle of her parents. Yeah. I was wondering earlier, I was like, the rebellion's going to pop up here somewhere, but, and um, yeah, so, they helped the rebellion without even knowing it. Is that girl supposed to be related to someone? Like, I wasn't. No, I don't think, think so. so. Okay, I w- yeah, I just there was something about the way she gives her speech about like you know I, I followed in the footsteps of my mom, and I was like, who you know? Mm, why, I don't know. Why yeah. does your mom matter? Like, why, maybe why can't you just be a young rebellion? Maybe you know? she's part of the rebels TV show. This is oh yeah, that, yeah, that could be. Like, it could be that she's related to something I don't yeah. watch. You know. Um, or it's just not revealed yet. Yeah, that could be too. Yeah, I don't know. But um, it means you have to start watching Rebels, guys. It does make me wish that that I, I 
I want them to new, make a newer version now that the movie's out, a newer version of that Lego Millennium Falcon set for this movie, but where like those pieces come off and it turns into the other Falcon. <laughs> like, uh, yeah, you want an escape yeah. pod Millennium Falcon. Yeah, because I don't even think that thing is an escape pod on that Lego set. I need to look at it, but I think because that's a spoiler, they didn't do that. So I, I, I want to go back and look now um, because I think it would it would 100% be a spoiler if they were like, oh, this thing comes off the front, <laughs> you know? Um, um my, I wanted to point out, like, because my mom It'll be the first me... time Lego spoil stuff, though. <laughs> no, no, it's not. Yeah. Uh, my mom wanted me to make sure that I pointed out her favorite joke in the movie, which is, um, and my dad loved this, too, is when uh, L3 and Kira are talking about how Lando and L3 have a on and again, off again thing going on. Oh, yeah. And she's like, how would that work? It works. It works. <laughs> <laughs> and the fact that that actually kind of pays off, like, when she dies and Lando goes to save her, you're like... She might have been right. Yeah. <laughs> I think Lando might be in love with a robot. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah, it was good. Yeah. Uh, next week on Real Nerds, we're seeing Upgrade. If it's out. Yeah, I think so. It is. It's in 1400 theaters. So okay, yeah, cool. We'll get it. Or yeah. Action Point. <laughs> huh? Or, or Action Point. point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What's Action Point? It's like a Johnny Knoxville movie. Yeah. Where he, where he oh, runs it's based on a real theme park. The is it? Yeah. Well, I mean, if you guys want to see it, just let me know. I'll see whatever. Yeah. Well, you're going to be busy, so it doesn't yeah. even matter. Well, I mean, if we record on Monday, I might be able to do it. I would just have to squeeze in the movie sometime, yeah. um, which I, I don't know whether I'll be. It sort of depends on how well the move goes. We'll beam the um, movie to you. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not yep. sure. I mean, worst case scenario, I could be on and just have not seen Upgrade. I'm sure I would be fine. <laughs> um, would you, though? Because I, I still need to go see Deadpool. <laughs> um, oh, wow. Yeah. Dude, it's, it's, it's a lot of time, man. It takes all my time. Don't get married. I mean, unless you want to. Okay, James. So, Don't worry. I, I think I'll when be you start okay. having kids, you're off the show, I guess. Whoa, hold on. Wow, my <laughs> gosh. Why? So wait, you Brad, you dark. and I are the only hosts on the show. No, now? <laughs> you include your child with you, and then Brad can get mad at yeah. him. Oh yeah, no, we can just have like a whole team of kids come. You know, <laughs> actually, we'll stay on the show, but you can babysit. Yes, <laughs> I quit. <laughs> <laughs> you're on your own. Uh, Real nerds, yep. the next generation. <laughs> oh, I like that. Uh, yeah, thanks for listening. Remember, you can pick up your exclusive Denver Comic Con Real Nerd shirt at Denver Comic Con Booth 105. Come see us. Until next week, bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of Real Nerds Podcast. Real Nerds Podcast is a production of Nebulous Visions Multimedia. Thank you to Sparks Mandrill and Plan 9 Studios for our kick-ass theme song. Also, if you're in the Denver area and you're looking for a cool place to see movies, we see them at the Alamo Draft House in Littleton and now also in Sloan's Lake. Thank you to Colorado Coins, Cards, and Comics for supplying us with all our comic needs, especially you, Andrew. You know who you are. And a big shout-out to James's mom. I'm giving you an electronic hug that you can feel through the airwaves. Thanks for listening, and have a nice day.